Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 70 of the Can I Say Something podcast. I'm your host and a recluse with a juicy caboose, Damien. We're coming to you live from beautiful downtown, a blanket fort in my living room. Across from me, we have the one and the only... Dion, baby. And on the left, we have... Carrie. On this week's episode of Can I Say Something, later on, we'll be discussing what we've been watching, including Atonement, the imitation game, and a rousing Cage game match. Of- <laughs> a rousing game of name that tune and we'll find out who brought the best historical fact of the week right into the show bicycle at gmail bicycle on twitter subscribe subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or don't rate review or don't go fuck tell a friend or don't how are we doing do it. Ge- gentlemen do it. and ladies <laughs> do you care <laughs> how, how much how much do you care I care for you. Okay. I, know, I know you're putting up a you, facade right now. You care on my behalf? Yeah. That's nice. I'm, he- I'm here for you, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate it, brah. Brusky. Carrie's like, I can take it or leave it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, how you doing? Been a long time. Long time, first time. Yeah, I guess it has been a, a few weeks, huh? I, yeah. I'm doing well. Yeah. It's been two weeks. Has it? Oh, wait, you were sick the other time, too. So, yeah, yeah it's been a few weeks. You were correct. Yeah. I was. You were good. I'm ready to go. I got my notes. Nice. Ready nice. to go. Nice. So we, we I think bo- I have some facts that you will enjoy. Nice. I do. I also have a needle needle a neato fact. Uh but first you want to do the uh cage match uh atonement versus atonements from two thousand and seven, starring uh James McAvoy and Kara Knightley. Oh, and right off with it, huh? Yeah, let's get into it. Um, Keira Knightley, James James McAvoy. uh, We got some Benedict Cumberbatch playing a pedophile. We got uh, two seconds of Mr. Uh, Allen. What's his name from Game of Thrones? Alfie Allen. Alfie Allen for a couple of seconds there. Um, So we watched that, and it's going up against 2014's Imitation Game, starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Keira Knightley. And Charles Dance. And so we're going to put those up against each other. We're doing a little uh, tournament, right? Best war movie. The details aren't really... I, you know, I was thinking, actually, we, we just went with cage match. You pick one, I pick one. Okay. Or Carrie picks yes. one every week. And okay. I mean, yeah, we could do a tournament off of that. Or we nice, could just nice. strip, just do a cage match once in a while. All right. Well, for now, let's do the... Yeah, let's compare and contrast uh, Atonement versus... Um, the imitation game first thoughts which one did you guys like better hold up <laughs> Boilers oh yeah coming. okay so yeah so uh, <laughs> yeah. Full, sco- full spoilers we'll full spoilers it. yep uh right off All the right, bat what was the question right, yeah right off the bat which one did you guys like better imitation game imitation game and i liked atonement awesome but better so- Better You're the minority. Than, yep, I am. Let's hear you make your case <laughs> and see if you can sway us. <laughs> okay, so, I mean, we got uh, James McAvoy, I feel like, just right off the bat. Um, I like him as an actor more than uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, the, the main character um, from Imitation Game. Um, I feel like uh, Imitation Game, any movie that's really based off a true story, uh, I don't know, it's, it's uh, sort of getting off the wrong foot for me. The guy has to play a real person with the real mannerisms, um, and that's sort of distracting in, in, in a way, you know? Um, 
So, imitation game, uh, sorry, the uh, atonement. You got this nice little love story, right? I love Keira Knightley, young Keira Knightley, young James McAvoy, young Sia uh, Shatteronin. Uh, she was very good in this. I feel like I, I feel like overall, the acting uh, just drew me in more for atonement than imitation game. Like I said, just based on the fact that it's, there's no real person in this. Um, uh, British people being British is awesome. Um, great. I think the cinematography was better in atonement. Uh, in atonement, you have that long tracking shot near the middle where James McAvoy is on. The, <laughs> yeah, you, you knew I was going to talk about that, right? We oh, did um, as it was happening. We turned to each other, and he's like, "This, this Damien's going to like this the scene." This is the, the scene yep. that Damien would blow his load on. Uh, number one on my uh, note list is yep. Damien prop blue load for Dunkirk beach scene. Yep, yep, I did. You're correct. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. Yeah, it's so this. Yeah, this the scene. That scene was like you know, it was Dunkirk mashed together with 1917. Um, for those who haven't seen it or need a refresher, he's he's uh, they're separated from their from their unit from their from their whatever you want to call it, and they're trying to find them, uh, and they come onto the beach, the Dunkirk. The, the Dunkirk scene that everyone knows now because of Dunkirk. Um, James McAvoy character gets in the middle of that and and starts looking for looking for supplies, water, food, whatever. Um, and there's just one long, from the moment he gets on the beach, it's this one long uh, tracking shot of him and his, and his uh, um, battle mates, whatever you want to call them. Unit. Unit. Uh, well, there's only three, three, three of them. Three of them. I'm not sure you can call three people a unit, but... Um, there's, yeah, they're just looking for supplies. Well, people call their dick and balls a unit. Sure. There's Three only them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they're, what, what happens there? They, they sort of look around for supplies and then he, they find this little alcove to sort of spend the night in. Right. And James McAvoy, uh, was shot, I think at some point, cause you see him sort of shrapnel, the shrapnel maybe. in, in him. Right. So he's there was something. Yeah. There's, There's a, a hole, hole in, in his, his chest. chest. Yes, there you Jeez. go. It was gross. <laughs> it was gross. So he's sort of, di- uh, well, not to spoil. Well, we're doing spoilers, but he's dying from that internally. He has some internal bleeding, right? What did she say? Yep. He died of some sepsis or something like Septicemia. that. Septicemia. Septicemia. Yeah. yeah, but we don't know that at that point. Uh, we just think not- he taking a little nappy nap. Um, and then well, gets back- I mean, he was getting a little chalky, and he's sweating, he was. and his yeah. boy was like. Man, you look like shit. He's like, I yep. need a drink. He's like, Yeah, you need a drink. Yep. So, but at that point, we think, okay, he's 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 sick and not doing well. But uh, we think, based on the events of the movie so far, that he is going to survive. Or he, we think that he did survive, and that the uh, the girl that came up with the story that that sent him to war um, finally meets meets back up with uh, Keira Knightley and uh, I forgot her name, but it was Cecily Sicily Cecily. Cecilia, 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 and Rob, Robbie, right? She meets back mm-hmm. up with them and apologizes and says she's sorry and about doing that. And a uh, very emotional scene. I like that scene a lot. And uh, but then right after that, you it cuts to her much later, like in, in almost in modern times, and she's written the book about the events of the movie that we just saw. And she's like, "Well, actually, what happened was they both died uh, during the war horribly." Horribly, yeah. Uh, James McAvoy, like we said, died of septicemia, and uh, Keira Knightley died in the uh, the tunnels. The we call them the train tunnels got flooded. Subway. The subway tunnels, and she died. She died there. So, 
Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Big reveal at the end. Yep. You can, great. Uh, again, another one shot sort of, if you want to think of it that way, of her admitting what she did, right? Just admitting her guilt over the years of, uh, you know, causing them to separate during the war and not being able to ask for their ask for their forgiveness forgiveness uh, from them. So, yeah, I thought that was very um, very well done. That is my case. There you go. That's your case. Take it or leave right. it. You want to go first? Um. Yeah. I. I. I have some had some problems with this movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Right off the bat, I feel like there's not enough background about their love story. Like it's just they declare their love for each other kind of, or he declares his love for her and they have sex and then that's it. And then you're supposed to believe that you're supposed to root for them throughout this whole war that they'll get back together, but they've really only been together for a day Yeah. and you don't get to see them fall in love. It was mm-hmm. a relationship based on a uh, One, wrong letter that had the yeah. word cunt. <laughs> so I just, I didn't, it didn't make me root for them that much because I didn't, uh, yeah, because I didn't see them fall in love and know why they loved each other. It seemed to me like they just wanted to bang mm, and they did bang. they did bang and that was it. So I'm not really rooting. I mean, I kind of am rooting for them, rooting for them, but not as much as I feel like I should be. Mm. And obviously the ending sucked. I don't like feeling like that at the end of a movie. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Like, I wrote this story so that they could have the happy ending that they never mm-hmm. got to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't get to have a happy ending because of your dumb ass. And <laughs> guess what? They can't read about your happy ending because they're friggin' dead. Mm-hmm. You stupid, stupid girl. <laughs> stupid idiot. No atonement for you. Atonement for you. Mm-hmm. And that is all. That's that all. is all. All right. Okay. All right. I'll hit you with all the uh, the facts that or the my my list. All right. Yep. So okay. number one, we already know Damien blew the load. Yes. Uh, they they might be a little bit out of order, so bear with me. Um, actually, that's just that's kind of like I'm using, but I I need to say this anyways. Uh, this pertains to the the, the sex scene. <laughs> um, Kier Knightley, she actually wanted to play the the t- teenage Brioni. Yes, Brioni. No, no, no. no. No, she didn't. No, she no, the, direct, the director wanted her to. director wanted her to, yeah. Yeah, sorry, I misspoke. director wanted to, but she didn't want to because she wanted to play a more mature womanly character, which uh, I took as uh, she wanted to play a manky tot that gets her jubblies tussled in the biblioteca. <laughs> <laughs> is that a quote? Is, uh, is that, did you pull that no, quote? No, uh, well, her? I mean, it's my quote. Yeah, they know. I, I busted out <laughs> the accent for you guys yeah. for this one. Great, I love, I love uh, it. Rock back the jubblies. <laughs> all right so visual imagination i will say that as far as this movie goes they had some really awesome um scenes like when uh the three of them the three guys they're walking towards dunkirk yeah through the field yeah uh along the side of the, the river or whatever yep. and they just had those scenery the the sunsets and the uh just open field and dunkirk in an open field then <laughs> um all the colors in the sky and it was just like it, it a lot of these um, pictures or scenes looked a lot like uh, a picture, like a painting. Aesthetically yeah. pleasing. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Rocky coast yes. with Leah uh, and Robbie at the end, the, the, you know, the water and the, yeah. the, the, that, that cliff, it's this gorgeous cliff that's just yes. kind of like 
got the the water coming crashing up against it and the beach obviously the beach uh whole everything about the beach was uh intense yep fun as hell like you're going through and you're seeing like at first you're seeing horses get their heads shot because i would i would assume that they can't they didn't want to leave like supplies for any kind of enemy behind or something Mm -hmm. because they were planning on evacuating the next day so they're shooting horses in the head one at one minute you go a little bit further down and there's like these dudes drinking and wrestling and then you got these other ones that are just kind of like like so fucking tired that they're just like or shell shocked mm-hmm. and then that you go up and you got this whole group of guys singing you guys some guys on this ferris wheel going around circles it's just like there there was something for everybody there yeah <laughs> it, was, uh, it was it was a very yeah wild setting it was uh, i think you convinced yourself this is a good movie <laughs> no, well, no. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm saying all the perks right now okay, because yes. I got some, I got some bad stuff coming up. Uh, music, music. Fuck the typewriter. Oh, yeah, oh, the, okay. The typewriter is not I an like instrument. That. <laughs> I well, saw that it got a lot of praise because did. Uh, they they'd start playing the music and then it'd be like ting ting, and it was just, it was obnoxious. It was anxiety inducing and which i maybe was the point yes but at no point was it just kind of like oh like this is this is neat i guess maybe people have different reactions like you either think that the typewriter as an instrument was a neat idea mm-hmm. or you just hate it it's really grating and that's what that's that's where i took it. it was every time that typewriter came up it's like just don't fucking use a typewriter <laughs> like when he was writing the letter on the typewriter yeah i'm like just handwrite it and you know what he did? He ended up handwriting it. He did. I was like, perfect. Yeah. Like that's what that's that's all I'm asking for. Um in fact, the movie, after she had said everything that she said at the end, where uh, admitting that they died, yeah, the movie should have ended with the uh curb your enthusiasm theme. <laughs> you know, like gotcha. Um but yeah, Carrie's absolutely right. Uh, atonement is the name of the movie. Yeah, and there was—I don't feel that there was any atonement. Like she, think about the the irony about it too. She ended up catching, uh, getting dementia. The one person that probably doesn't deserve to forget anything that she did mm. is going to like. Oh yeah, that's, and, and the other ones are dead. For, like, oh, 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 there we go. I got a cat jumping on me. Yeah. Like it just it was it almost seems like she she got an easy way out, right? You know, like the people that she was apologizing to aren't there anymore, and she got to live her dreams. She got to become a, she got a writer, famous a famous stories. author, and uh, it's just she's it, it was almost like she was like letting it go for herself. You know, she didn't write the book to to appease or to give them the life that they didn't have. It was just like. She only wrote it because she she said she only wrote it because she probably would have forgotten it, and it was time to. It was her last book or something. Mm-hmm. Like, why did it have to be the last book that you decided to do this? You know, it, I mean, it doesn't really change it. They were still dead, but it, it. She she said, "I have to write it because I'm going to forget it otherwise." Mm. So she dragged her feet all the way up to the end, and it's like even when she was having that flashback. You were talking how she met with the two of them, but that yeah. actually never happened. Like right. she even had him saying to her, "Why didn't you say anything about this?" Well, I was a child. 
you're not a child. You're 18. You could have said something now. You could have said something then. Like, mm. like, why didn't she do any of that? And and then when she's like 60, she's finally saying it. I'm like, yeah. oh, thanks, dude. Cool. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, I, so, I, Carrie, Carrie had, I, I didn't care for anyone. There was no, no investment in any character. I thought right. uh, McFoy's character was the closest. It only went as far as to say, hey, I am on your side because what happened to you is wrong. Hmm. Like, on, on a principal standpoint, getting falsely accused of rape, like, that sucks. Yep. And that should never happen. And you should right. see, uh, um, the word I'm looking for, uh, not like revenge or retribution, but you should, you should, your name should be cleared. And that's, it's like seeing like someone get jumped in the streets, mm-hmm. like you're on their side. Because you're a decent human being and you don't want to see something bad to happen to somebody. Right. But other than that, like I have no investment in this person that I, I just seen, you know, it's. Um, there wasn't enough character development at the beginning. Yeah. He's not like some quintessential love ge- uh, hero mm. because he, he accidentally, he wrote a raunchy note and, and accidentally uh, mailed it to um, uh, Cecilia. Like mm. I, it's, I thought that was funny, but it's like it, there was no buildup. There was no real romance behind it. It's just okay. I don't know. Everything just seemed shallow, empty, sure. like um, there, like no investment. Yeah, I want to hear you uh, talk about the imitation game because you've torn down my my beloved atonement. But I want to <laughs> <laughs> I want to share some facts about atonement real quick. Uh, let's see. Well, I got I got one more. You want, you, you okay. Let me have one more. Right, one more. Okay, go ahead. The real atonement should have been to 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 us, the viewer. All right. But even that comes across flat and a waste of my time because there is no satisfaction to anything uh, the, uh, with the way the ending came out. Like mm. she lied to us throughout the entire movie. She lied to everyone throughout the entire movie. Then she specifically lied to the viewer at the end. And then she was like, all right, well, he, here's here's my way out here. Here's here's something to hopefully you got to see how their lives could have turned out. Mm-hmm. But it was it was just it was just empty, you know. Like it was just a, a very frustrating uh, situation, and right. it, she couldn't even atone to the viewer, as far as I'm concerned, correctly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to do this. <laughs> I gave it a six out of ten, right. though. Okay. That is also what I gave it. So throughout the movie, I'm looking at it like, why is there this weird like you know blurriness around it? The director. Uh, and the cinematographer put stockings over the camera lens to give it that like blurry, dreamy look to it. Um, there is that shot. Yeah, okay, you, I know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. Uh, specifically when they were walking to the Dunkirk, I was like, yeah. this does seem like almost like a watercolor. Yeah. Um, so you talk about how you like them walking through the fields. There was that shot of uh, when Robbie comes across the schoolgirls that were killed in the field. Yep. Um, yep. So he looks like he takes off his helmet, looks up in the sky, and the weather's cloudy. Or no, he takes off his helmet, the weather's cloudy. He looks up in the sky, and the sun, sun starts shining. Then get cloudy again, and that was just a lucky, lucky moment with the uh, yeah. with the environment. Uh, the green dress, which Kira Knightley wore, uh, was named was named best of all time by InStyle magazine. 
uh, exceeding classics. Uh, it was up. It went up against uh, some yeah. other ones too, like Breakfast uh, at Tiffany's, Alfred Hepburn's Breakfast at Tiffany's, Marilyn Monroe's White Dress and the Seven Year Itch, and Vivian Lee's Red Dress from Gone with the Wind. Mm. So you've I, torn I down. Hepburn's a babe. She is. Uh, you've torn down my movie. Build, build up, build up your case for your uh, imitation game. Give me here's some <laughs> here's some good things uh, about. What's that? You got good things me, about it. Let me wanna... hear your good things. Why you liked an imitation game? Why I liked it. Um, I I thought the the code thing was very interesting. Yeah. Um, I I understand that. Um. It was exaggerated. Uh, very inaccurate. In fact, it had a forty-two point three percent accuracy rate. Really, the information that was provided, but. The main thing was that it's just the way that uh, the Germans had the codes coming in. You had 24 hours to to, to crack it. Otherwise, yep. you had to start over from day one. And basically, just the, the idea of uh, Christopher, which was actually not even called Christopher. It was called Victory. Um, hmm. the, the concept that they could create something like this to intercept messages within two hours. It was just like this weird nerd battle that was... I enjoyed watching that. It's like a chess mm. match. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't really know how to explain it. It's just, it, 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 it intrigued me on an intellectual level. Yeah. I guess. Had so to you, focus right, like right from the get go. I did like uh, Charles Dance as the commander in Denison. I don't know he's if he so do good. Wrong. Yeah. He's, he's so good. just so good in everything I've seen him in. He's just yeah. so powerful. Like I've seen him. Um, what was he in? Tudors? No, um, um, the Crown. Crown, right? Yeah. So badass in that. Yeah, Game of Thrones, obviously. Yeah, no, everything, everything I've seen, him even in, if it's a role badass. that's not meant to be badass, he just comes off as a badass. Just the yeah. way he talks to you, it's just like you, you need. You, he's one of those people that you listen, even if he's like shitting yeah. on you. It's like I, that, I'm compelled to listen to you. That, and, and that look this. he gives at the beginning <laughs> when you first yeah. you first walk into the room and and uh, what's his name, the main guy, uh, Turing. He's like Alan. Alan, yeah, he's talking to Alan. And he's like trying to make like slightly sarcastic jokes, and Alan's like, "Is that a joke?" And he's like, "Yes." It's like, "Oh, I don't get jokes." <laughs> Just the look he's giving him. He's like, "What the fuck is wrong with this guy?" Which was kind of a problem for me too, because uh, I found out I w- once I watched this movie, I was so interested in. It, I started, well, uh, I immediately googled some of the stuff, and then the next day I. I Listen to about five podcasts about Alan Turing, mm. uh, um, victory, all, all that stuff. And it turns out that uh, Alan Turing is not actually a 1940 Sheldon Cooper. Like, he <laughs> was a pretty chill guy. He, like, that scene where he um, got engaged and she's like, let's dance. And he's like, I don't dance. Not true. He actually danced a lot with his friends. Like, mm. that was one of his things. So, I, I don't really know where they're going with that because he was not socially awkward, like okay. from what I I I read heard, like even in the least bit he was eccentric. Like he he uh, was known to chain his coffee mug to a radiator just so nobody could fuck with it. <laughs> but <laughs> aside from that, he was just a pretty normal dude. He had friends. He uh, he indulged in things. Yeah. Um, he liked to party. 
Yeah, I did. I, I love in movies where it's like we ha- we're working on this one problem for, you know, half the movie. And then there's that revelation that like that look in somebody's eye of like, I got it. I cracked it. Um, when, when they're at the party and that this, there's that one um, uh, Morse code operator or whatever. She's talking about how she has a boyfriend in German. And because uh, she, she thinks that the German operator has a girlfriend. And he's like, why do you think he has a girlfriend? Because... She's like, oh, because his messages all begin with the same five letters. He's like, that would have helped a long time ago, lady. Fucking saying yeah. that would have helped. And, the, and then he realized, like, hail Hitler. They, they yeah. end every letter with hail Hitler. So they know looking for those ciphers. each correspondence will have those letters in that in that order. So if they just sync up those letters with whatever the code says, then they've gotten, you know, five, six letters right there. So, yep. Yeah, no, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, that is something I read about too. But uh, I had a high school girlfriend, and uh, her and her friend created this secret little language, and uh, uh, it was a written language. Written yeah. language, yeah. Not and, a spoken and, language. And I took one of the notes one time, and they were like, they were like, go ahead, try to read it. And the first time I looked at it, it just kind of looked like weird symbols. They ch- they basically changed, made up symbol for every letter, and they're like, you go ahead, try to read it. You can't. I was like, this is weird. And they're like, go ahead, hold on to the note, whatever. They must have already read it. It wasn't anything. Well, I ended up reading it because I figured it out. I spent, you know, half the day, the the, the school day, trying to crack it. And <laughs> really, it was it was pretty simple stuff if you actually think about it. You you look for, obviously, it starts like any girl, any mm-hmm. note you ever gotten in high school. They always put your name at the top. Right. So right there, I I started off. It was either, it was uh. My girlfriend's name or her. And then from that point, I just broke down. I put their names up at the top. And then I just went through, found all the vowels, all right? Attacked yep. the vowels. And then after that, it's just kind of like unscrambling words. Now, I'm not comparing <laughs> a high school girl's made-up symbol language to uh, cracking World War II German code. Mm. But... I understand the procedure that they were going with, and I got a, I got a kick out of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came back, and she was like, she had another note, and she was like, you figured it out? I was like, yeah. She's like, no, you didn't. And I, I, I took the note, and I started reading the, the new one, and she was like, oh, she snatched it out of my hand. So it was, it was a funny moment. The, the, yeah. the look of realization, the, you're saying how you like the look, like, oh, I discovered this. Like the look when somebody underestimated you, and you cracked their little secret code, and they're just like, fuck. What's in the note? I don't know. <laughs> don't let him read it. <laughs> That's a good look to have too. So what you would imagine uh, Hitler having the, yeah. the look Hitler had when they cracked their code. Yeah. Um, other than um, Benedict Cumberbatch, uh, Matthew Good was very good as Hugh Alexander. Uh, he played Adrian Veidt in the Watchmen movie. Uh, Mark Strong was great as the MI6 agent Stuart Mendes. Mendes. Yep, like both uh, of those. What uh, What movie do you prefer Keira Knightley in? This movie or uh, Atonement? Uh, Atonement. Okay. So it sounds to me like... like acting-wise or, yeah. or looks-wise? Uh, both. What's... Actually, I prefer her because she's a little bit more uh, risque in Atonement, okay. but yes. I actually like her acting in Imitation Game better. Okay, yeah. I like it better in Imitation Game, too. Okay. It sounds like you didn't like Imitation more than uh, Atonement. You just hated Atonement so much that it was just, uh, <laughs> I'm going to vote against Imitation. I'm going to vote against Atonement. 
I liked atonement or I liked imitation game because I'm kind of a history nerd, mm. and I liked that it was more, even though it wasn't completely accurate, mm. it was based more on history than it wasn't even half accurate than atonement was. <laughs> um, and I learned stuff from watching this movie. Like I knew yeah. the Germans had a, a secret code, but I didn't know how um difficult it was how much of a challenge it was to to crack it how they changed it every 24 hours and it was like starting completely over again i had no idea all about that yeah um it was intriguing then that like you know you figure once they crack it that's that's it they they won they did what they wanted to do but then you find out oh well you can't even you can't even save everybody because then they'll know the germans will know that you cracked it so then you have to be forced to make these difficult decisions of okay that those uh that squadron of guys we just have to let them get completely annihilated because if we make you know if we call too many of their shots then they're gonna know so let's just let them all die they, uh, and let them this they, other squadron live they were actually saying the whole idea in the movie was they, they were saying that they need to control the information that's given to the government the government it wasn't like that at all the government got their information they told them what they were going to do with it they it wasn't like turing and his boys told the government hey do this like government did their own shit with it well either way no matter who's doing it it's still yeah, it's just in the movie. You they have made this it information like where you can you can save all these people's lives, and then sometimes you just have to be like, "Nope, we're gonna sacrifice them." It's true. Yeah, you are playing chess, basically. War yeah, is chess. With, li- with, with yeah. lives. Yeah. Uh, crazy to believe, though, that. I mean, this movie didn't take place that long ago—60, 70 years ago—that mm. homosexuality was against the law, and that. Yeah. Yeah, could go nonsense. to jail that for that, and uh, or get chemically castrated. Yeah, I was more surprised you, that this kind of thing would happen to somebody with his re- his uh his resume. But if you actually think about it, like they can't bring up the resume that he has yeah. because it's all confidential. Yeah. The government's not going to step in and be like, yeah, yeah, well, let's give this guy a pass because they like they they didn't. Well, first of all, they didn't give a shit because they're just that's the way people were about that. Super ignorant. Uh, but yeah, they wouldn't have even. If it was the case, like he he actually didn't get busted for like uh, in the movie they were saying that oh uh, he he could have been a spy. The government never suspected him as a spy. Those guys, uh, the cops came to his house after him and uh this guy, the guy's friend, like he broke into the house, and then they found out that he was he was gay from it, and uh, that's how all the shit happened. But uh, it's just, it, it really was surprising that. It, it didn't matter what what the man did for the country <laughs> like he was mm. they're like yeah, yeah. No, well, you're sorry man you're gay <laughs> like you save all these people but uh, you're gay dude uh, like, you're we gay. can't help you anyways because it's all confidential but yeah we wouldn't anyways because you're gay Whoa. awful yeah it was crazy that they the guy came to him with the information about about who he really was or no what did he say he 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 came to them and said, you know, look into this crime. And they're like, no, we got him for being gay. And he, what was the, what was the initial thing he came to them? Well, and they were said, saying that he was a spy. He wanted, he thought that the guy was a spy because his records were like not non-existent. Right. And they're like, well, this is weird. Why would he have no record or, or anything like that? It's because the government actually took him out because everything that he did was confidential. Yeah. But they all, the guy was like, oh, he's a spy. And then he was like, he, he gave him the ultimatum. He's like, well, which is another thing. Turing told that that Bobby, (laughs) (laughs) 
the whole situation, which was extremely confidential, which was yeah. probably damning in itself. Right. Uh, but why would Turing have done that? It, it was basically just like, all right, now you judge me. Do you think I'm guilty of uh, being a spy or something? And he's like, nah. And, and the cop didn't want to bust him for being gay, but he gets busted for being gay. Why right. did the cop just be like, I dropped the charges. Yeah, drop the charges, man. Because he even said while he was talking to the cops, I didn't want to bring him in because he's gay. He's like, well, it's too late now. Bring yeah. him in. He's good. The feeling I got was that he wasn't one. That he wasn't the one in charge, right? No, he wasn't in charge. Yeah, it seemed like he was like pleading with the uh, yeah the the other cops to be like, listen to me, bro. I, I'm onto something. Like, got to give me a chance. If not, I'll just do all your work for the next month. And they're like, fine, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, so. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Yes. I like the movie, but you think that it's completely one-sided. This had some eye roll moments where it's just like, that's super convenient, dude. Like, when they figured out the code, uh, the information, he was just like, oh, we can't tell anybody. He throws the phone against the wall, and then the guy was like, what boat is it? And he looks on the map. He's like, my brother's on that boat. Your brother. Your brother is on Mm -hmm. that specific boat. Mm -hmm. What are the odds, man? You know, how many people are fighting in this war? How many boats are there? And your brother's on that one? Yeah. Whatever. Also, that guy didn't have a brother. So that oh, was no. completely for the, the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have left that part out because it was dumb. That was, that was just like, <laughs> that's just, that's too much. Right. Uh, the double agent. Mm. Uh, historically, they actually worked in the same area, park. Like, and that complex was huge. It was they didn't work in the same building. They probably never even saw each other. So for the guy to be like, "All right, you can't tell that I'm a spy, otherwise I'll tell you're gay." Didn't happen. False. Didn't happen? Yep. False. <laughs> His sexuality <laughs> was never like ever in question at that point. And in fact, the people that he worked with, like he would joke about shit. He would he would say he would say things like, "Man, if I had boobs, I would be so much more attractive to to uh to men." Like this was kind of the stuff that he was saying. Like he wasn't trying to hide yeah, it. Yeah, there, there was no hiding it, and I, a lot of people just it seemed like either were okay with it or just turned the other way. So that that whole scene was kind of like, all right, obviously the one person that he tells that he's gay to at his little uh, engagement, pin, yeah, is the double agent, and it's going to work against you. That's kind of crap. And uh, the black and white footage that they were having of the like that we have of Hitler doing his speeches and shit mm-hmm. they they cut it into the movie yeah like it just seemed like why this is a timepiece uh movie why would you like add black and white picture why why wouldn't you just put color to hitler because they had these you the, the the scenes with the planes flying over the city mm-hmm. uh it, it looked very like cg like it didn't look good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but then they put it they spliced in these black and white images and it's like why not just like get an actor that looks like Hitler doing the salute? It's like a five second thing, not a big deal. <laughs> Instead of like using the old footage, it just seemed get the weird. guy from Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, get the guy from Jojo Rabbit. That would yeah. be funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jojo oh. Rabbit came out after though. <laughs> okay, so you guys oh, are. Yeah, that's true. You guys uh, want to uh, have? Well, you, you, see, you see what I'm well, saying though? Like I do. Uh, yeah. No, I get it. I. Like there, it you know my movie reviews. It does not take much to get me out of the like. All right, this movie's dumb. Like that's it. Quiet place. You know, like oh that happened. Yep, fuck this guy. Okay, that's it. 
I don't yeah. care. There's no redeeming quality. Like I'm seeing these eye roll moments. I took, I actually took a point off my original. I gave it like a, what I gave it nine out of 10. And I took a point off for all the inaccuracies <laughs> and the eye roll moments. But ultimately it just, it was a more fun movie for me. It was more appealing movie. Okay. Uh, the chess mass, you know, everything we talked about already. It's really interesting. Uh, it, it, it bothered me sometimes that the movie was turned up like to 11 for a lot of stuff, like almost making uh Turing's character seem autistic, uh, gay, uh, even the women thing. Um, uh, remember how they said that she wasn't allowed to work in her parents were saying, uh, she can't work in the park. She can't do coding because she's a woman. Her right. parents were saying this. Yes. Her parents never said it. <laughs> they were just added that in because let's put drama, some yeah. Yeah, put some woman drama in there like there was a little bit of propaganda in there there was kind of like uh, like would a lot of this stuff that turing did people did before him the pol the polish people they actually created the whole machine but what happened was they couldn't upgrade with the germans and right before they invaded the polish people pass the uh, information on to other governments such as um england england yeah sorry <laughs> <laughs> so like and and they went from it with from there um and it, even then there were other people on the teams that were were involved but i feel like turing's character got singled out for this not to say that anything that he did wasn't important like it is on the record that but he got put out there as the being yeah, like the this most is important him. because of the He's way the his leader. life he ended. He did this, but like a lot of people didn't get credit for it, and I feel like just because you know he he was the gay guy, he he had a really shitty end of life experience, and he did so much work. They're just like, all right, let's just you know really just drive it home that they really fucked him here, and they did fuck him, but there was more credit that could have been passed around and, and wasn't. Mm. We got credit in what 2013. Queen Elizabeth yes. pardoned him or gave him yeah. some medal. Yep, they named a street after him. Like totally cool. Nice. He only had to be chemically chemically castrated and committed suicide. Maybe, maybe committed suicide. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were saying that it could have been uh, the government might have often, but I don't believe that. But he's he was actually a very uh, uh, careless guy. He uh he had when he died, people thought that he uh ate a poisoned apple. Mm -hmm. And fun fact, Snow White was his favorite play or something movie. I don't know if it was a play or a movie at the time. But um, there was a half-eaten apple by his bed. Nobody ever tested the apple for any kind of arsenic uh -huh. or or uh, or was it arsenic? Cyanide. Cyanide. Thank you. Um, but he had like a ton of shit in his system. Uh, like too high of a level for ingestion and he, people think that he might have broke some of his chemicals because he had his whole setup in his house after all his work he he did experiments in there and uh people think that he might have broke something and just inhaled stuff and felt sick and ate an apple tried to shake it off and just died so it wasn't really maybe even a suicide it just could have been carelessness interesting didn't know that Yep. Thank you for all of those fun factoids. You want some uh, how they did in the sure. markets? Sure, yes. So, Imitation Game, gross $233 million. Atonement, 
131 million. You have to put those in context, though. Uh, Imitation Game Worldwide. came out seven years later, so you got inflation to deal with, right? I guess maybe. <laughs> That's a pretty big Imitation Game though. budget: fourteen million. <laughs> uh-huh. Atonement: thirty million. Yeah, yeah. You can so see the it. budget was double for Atonement, pulled in half of what sure. I, uh, Imitation Game. Okay. Oh, okay. go to the awards. <laughs> uh, Cat- Academy Awards uh-huh. was nominated for eight. The uh-huh. Imitation Game. It won one best adapted screenplay. Okay. Atonement was uh, nominated for six, won best original score, fucking typewriter. <laughs> <laughs> so they both have one win. Uh, Golden Globe nominations. Uh, Imitation Game had five. Atonement had seven. And uh, didn't get a Golden Globe for IG, but Atonement got one for best drama. Best drama. Uh, motion picture. Hmm. Interesting. So. IG looks like it did better uh, money-wise. Money-wise, yeah. Tomit's got a little bit more yeah. claim to it. Right. But the uh, actually, the, the ratings, um, IMDb had 8, for, eight out of 10 for uh, Imitation Game mm-hmm. and had a 7.8 for Atonement. Mm-hmm. And since IMDb fit my narrative, I only went with them. And not <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't check around tomatoes. Just other. So, uh, Atoma came out in 2007. I'm, I'm still saying 2007 is one of the best years for movies ever. Um, you got Ratatouille, you got No Country for Old Men, you got uh, Super Bad, There Will Be Blood, Juno, you got American Gangster. It's great. Sweeney Todd. Yep. It's pretty good. Ocean's 13. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, Hot Fuzz. The first paranormal activity, which is still very good. Um, yeah, one of the best years. Again. Yeah, one of the best years of movies ever. I'll, I'll say. never watch paranormal activity again. You <laughs> <hear me? Never. laughs> Knocked Up came out that year. Um, yeah. Yeah, one of the one of the best years ever. Um, yeah. I got, uh, I got Go one funny factoid sure. between the two movies. Yep. Between the movies, uh, Cumberbatch's character, one, he gets judged way too hard in one movie, and then on the other two, he skates for like a truly heinous, reprehensible act. Really, super <laughs> <laughs> ends of the spectrum there. Yeah. Huh. All right. Oh, weird. So the uh, I guess the winner is Imitation Game. Yeah, two to one this, by for this time. for this matchup. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Oh. I, uh, I, I yeah. did enjoy that. I liked pitting the two movies against yes. each other. I didn't go in like with a favorite. I had no idea about any of these movies, and I, I think it's it, it's something fun to uh, do moving yeah. on in the future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so we'll talk about what we were going to do next week. But uh, coming up after the break, uh, you gave me a movie to watch last week, The Great Hack. Uh, I finally watched the one Andy wanted me to watch, uh, Hail Satan. So I'll be discussing those two movies. And uh, do you want to tell people what else to look forward to? I got some uh, music information. Music information. Okay. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Well, you, you talk about topics list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we got name that tune name that tune coming up. A rousing game. Love that game now. Um, what game? Name, name that tune. Oh, name that tune. Yeah. You still going or uh, topics? Yeah, we'll talk. Sure, go ahead. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Pokemon shows Poke Pokemane. Sorry, mm. shows porn on stream. Mm. Hey, Damien, I know what Damien was doing uh, that Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, buddy. Attached. Why I hate this album, Carrie? Did you ever listen to it? No. Damn. I sent it to her. She didn't do it. Uh, Damien's playing a new game, and uh, we got some historical facts. We're gonna drop on your bitch ass. Yeah, buddy. All this okay. and more. Yeah. After the break. See you. Welcome back. We will be discussing uh, historical facts. We're all going to bring a historical fact to each other, and then we all, uh, I will decide who has the best fact of the three. Does that sound, lady and gentlemen? That sounds great, dude. Okay, dude. We just, I, I came up with a couple. I should just introduce pick the one me I think as is the defending best. champion, though, please. <laughs> Actually, Defend. we should we should vote on which ones are the best. You gonna vote? How how are you gonna vote though? Because you're probably I mean, gonna vote let's, for let's, your own. Let's do integrity here. It's integrity based. If you if you have a uh uh a fact that is truly awesome, then mm -hmm. let's not just be like I like mine because it's mine. Be honest, I'll brother. Be, I'll be honest. Okay. Can uh, we trust you to be honest? I think Damien's gonna <laughs> like mine the best. Damien liked mine the best last time. <laughs> I, I, I picked it out just for him. Did you hear my fact last time? No. You want to hear it now? Yeah. Go ahead. Rabbits can smell their dead relatives in the poop of the thing that ate it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, if that makes you sad, just look at it as a cautionary tale. Like, I should stay away from that pile of poop because... Mm -hmm. The pooper could still be over there. I could become a pile of poop. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Didn't make it feel better, guys. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Okay. Uh, to bring us your historical fact, then, buddy. Of All the right. Week. Defending champion gets to go yeah. first. Yeah. Chainsaws. They were not created to cut trees. They were originally created to help with anybody get a guess? I do not. Childbirth. Oh. Interesting. If the baby was too large to fit through the birth canal. Then the doctors had to cut parts of the pelvic bone with a chainsaw. Also, the woman that was giving birth was not given anesthesia. Could a woman survive that? I mean, I'm not thinking it's like a John Deere chainsaw kind of thing. Maybe it's a Small one, but ah, I don't <laughs> vote for yours. Hey, don't do it because it makes you cringe. Do it because it's interesting. How can I not cringe? Do it because it's interesting. It's not. It's, it's that's actually very interesting. No, it's not. Like who thought that was? I mean, it must have worked. Stop talking about. We have it. a success rate. I want to know the <laughs> success rate. As a man, does it make your your Oh, yeah. When I read it, I was just like, ee. Ouchie. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Okay. I will go with mine. Um, see, historical fact. I went with a fairly recent one. Um, in, let's see, when was this? F uh, late 90s. So, title is, Bill Clinton once lost the nuclear codes for months, and a comedy of errors kept anyone from finding out. 
Uh, let's see, the process the president has to go through to launch the U.S.'s nuclear weapons is not as simple as pressing a button, but the key components of that process, uh, the codes need to, needed to authorize the launch, are never far from the president. At least they're never supposed to be. Uh, the General Hugh Shelton, who is the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff from 90, October 97 to September 2001, oh, the number of redundancies in the nuclear launch code process is staggering. Well, so let's go to what happened around 2000, so Clinton's last year in office, a member of the department within the Pentagon that is responsible for all pieces of the nuclear process was dispatched to the White House to physically look at the codes and ensure they were correct, a procedure required to happen every 30 days. The codes were reset every, every four months. That official was told by the presidential aide that Bill Clinton did, not, did have the codes, but was in an important meeting and could not be disturbed. The aide assured the official that Clinton took the code seriously and had them close by. The official was dismayed, but he accepted the excuse and left. When the next inspection took place the following month, that, that official was on vacation, according to Shelton, and another official was dispatched to the White House. A new official was met with the same excuse that the president is busy, but takes the codes very seriously and totally has them on hand. This comedy of errors went on without Bill Clinton's knowledge, I'm sure, until it was finally time to collect the current set and replace them with, with, with new ones. At this point, quote, quote, at this point, we learned that the aide had no idea where the old ones were because they had been missing for months. The president did not, did, the president never had them, but he assumed, I'm sure, that the aide had them like he was supposed to. Uh, Shelton and then Secretary of Defense William Cohen were alarmed. The problem of missing codes had been resolved by changing codes, but they quickly acted to change the process itself, mandating that the Defense Department official visiting the White House physically seize the codes, waiting there to do so if necessary. Uh, word of the missing codes never made it out to the press, and Shelton's recounting of, its, of it in his, in his 2010 book was, to his knowledge, the first time it was publicly shared. So there is my... Historical fact of the week. <laughs> nice. Yep. That was a ride. It was a ride. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. my turn. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I wrote down a bunch of facts or four of them, but I'll pick the one. I, I had two about poop. I picked them for Damien. Oh Yay. man! But I'll, I'll pick the one that I think is the best, the best poop one. Trying to play to the judge, yeah. Um, Smart play. Yeah. Um, it's short. So, um, in 1926, Arctic explorer Peter Fruchin was trapped under an avalanche. He escaped by fashioning a shiv out of his own dried feces and amputating his foot. All right, you win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh wow. How? How? His own dried feces. He was in the Arctic. Yeah, but still like So it had to be frozen. Carve your Is there ever, like a Mythbusters, like a can an ice? Like icicle actually impale you? Could you use an icicle to stab yourself? I assume so. I mean, I, I understand like a giant icicle, like a like a cave stalactite, tight, tight, might tight, slag, slag, tight, slag, <laughs> might. One of the two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, fall on those like, or it falls on you. You're like, yeah, you're toast. But 
I remember we we had this corner in the house on the outside, and we always get these giant icicles. And my dad was like, "Don't stand under that." And those things actually look like they would, you know, Tear murder you, you. But how can someone freeze their own poop and fashion it into a shiv to saw off a body part? How did it get through the bone? That's the friction well, would melt it. I would imagine. The- the way uh, what's his name uh, Aaron Ralston got out of the uh, the boulder that he was in for I believe uh, 127 hours uh, he cr- he cracked his bone like his arm was stuck and he cracked his elbow um, he cracked the the joint I guess whatever you want to call it cracked that so that yeah he didn't have to saw through bone he just had yeah. to saw through meat okay. and skin yeah meat and tendons right, and yeah. skin possible yeah so. Super impressive. Uh, what's the point though? At that point, like, can't be uh sanitary. Uh, well, he lived, so. <laughs> Shit, man, good for him. Not getting sick after and bleeding everywhere. Well, I'm, that's if that's legitimate, I pick you. Okay. I'll. I'll. I only. I mean, I only read that. I'm gonna see if I can find more information. Yeah. Um. Do you think that that both of yours were historical or not? Because I feel like the the category for historical, I feel like that's more of a what do you call it? Mm, I don't know. I what, I had yeah. a feeling you would question. That. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I I chose it as historical because it was an invention of a, a an an item. Oh, I can understand if you don't yeah. want to roll with that. Mm-hmm. I have one backup. Okay, that's more historical. Yeah, let's hear that one. All right, all right. Uh, Benjamin Franklin attempted to predict the death of his competitor, Titan Leeds. When Leeds was still alive, he posted an obituary anyways. So the man's alive. He posted an obituary saying that Leeds had died. When Leeds challenged it, Franklin insisted he was an imposter. Somebody was posing as Leeds to say that he was still alive. When Leeds finally died in 1738, Franklin publicly commended the imposters for ending the charade. So I guess it's like maybe one of the first documented cases of fake news. (laughs) (laughs) The man was alive. Uh, He predicted his death. When he didn't die, he doubled down and said that the man was actually dead, and someone was saying that he was not. Uh, it was an yeah. imposter. Yeah. And then when he actually died, he said, "Hey, the guy finally shut the fuck up. I yeah. was right all along. He died years ago." Hmm. I like it. So. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that that definitely fits more snugly in the category of uh, historical. I would say. Okay. Yeah. Thank I like I like that you. one. So I'll I'll, I'll, I'll humble myself before you, and I. Beg for your forgiveness. <laughs> I'll vote for that one. Put my vote in for that nice. one. Yeah. Nice. I don't know. Carrie thinks. <laughs> if I can't vote for myself, then I vote for yours. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, you have, do you have a backup historical one? A more, more. I have other appropriate to just, history. Uh, I have another poop one. Okay. Damien? Sure, yes. I can can never get enough poop poop facts. (laughs) I'm surprised you just didn't let the category slide for her. Yeah, it's a poop thing. So, yeah, totally, yeah. (laughs) Poops for everything. 
King Henry VIII had um, a position called groom of the stool, mm. whose job this person had uh, was to wipe his butt. And this was this position was considered a, a very prestigious position, and only knights could have this job as uh, the butt wiper. So uh, they, they, yeah, go Sorry. ahead. Do they scrape it with their sword? <laughs> I just imagine the guy trouncing in with his all in full armor, with unsheathing ah, his sword true because it's more like a like, like a spoon. It's it's more. Oh, you know, concave. You really get in there. <laughs> I like this one. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change my vote to Carrie's. It's it's historical and it's poop involved. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. I, know. <laughs> I, I have I have one about testicles too. Hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, go ahead. I mean, you already much? won, but is it too much? You already <laughs> won, but go ahead. During the Middle Ages, it was believed that sperm produced from the left testicle produced girls. So to ensure having sons, men would have their left testicles removed. Yeah, that's science. Interesting. And, and, and idiots. <laughs> so yeah, so, your your uh, your pooper scooper. Yeah. Night. Is, yeah. Yeah. I'd say that's historical. Yep, historical uh, and poop faced. But Damien voted for yours. I would yeah. vote for mine over the poop one because poop does just doesn't do it for me like he does. He does so where Damien, is it? But, I assume you voted for yourself, so I guess Carrie's the new winner, right? <laughs> if I can't vote for you, no, I don't have to vote for myself. Hey, your boy Henry VIII, actually, uh, it was a fact that I forgot in um, uh, a um, imitation game. The law that said it was legal to be gay, it was the the Buggery Act created by Henry VIII. Henry VIII. <laughs> oh, wow. Yep. That goes way back, man. Yeah, it does. Hey, so uh, did, yeah. did you want to hear what it sounded like in the the uh, operating room with the yes. chainsaws? Sure, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> no anesthesia. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh shit! Good stuff. Good yep. stuff. We're all having fun here. We're having fun. <laughs> See if I ever bear you any more children. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carrie, win, All right. whatever. Yep. Good one. Liked Good it. Job. Good game. Good Thanks, GGs. Ma'am. I mean, your, your original fact was probably more interesting than mine, so. I guess it's only fair. fair. Okay. Do you want to do, move on to uh, name that tune? I'm ready. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Why, 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 why? Yeah, do two games right after another. What is this, amateur hour? It wasn't a game. <laughs> that was a game. No. It's well, a there's a winner and a loser. I'm surprised is you didn't think it was a game. Is the election a game? Huh? Is the election a game? <laughs> the election? Well, yeah. Well. Kind of. Some people would say. like a game. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I just got some uh, quick music facts okay. to drop. Okay. Go ahead. Well, uh, that two- works because we're doing Name That Tune, so drop your facts, yeah, man. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, two albums turned 20 today. Today, uh, May 23rd. 23rd? Yep. Okay. So May 23rd, 2000. Marshall Mather, oh, I was going to Okay. Yep. Uh, fastest selling rap album of all time. Oh. Still, to this day. I, I, I personally love that album. Uh, I found that. Uh, the year these came out, uh, 2000, this was like the first wave where I actually went out and bought 
uh, CDs for my for myself. Like this was like almost like a, a musical awakening for me. Like I was mm. looking at all these other albums that came out during the year. There's uh, Linkin Park. There's Marilyn Manson. I remember I got all these albums. I was going crazy with it, and uh, this was this was one of the ones that I got. I really I really enjoyed this one. You uh, like this album more than Linkin Park? No, I didn't say that. Oh. Uh, I actually don't know if I do or not. Uh, I, fun- I, I re-listened to the Marsh uh, the Marshmallows one today. Yeah, and I think it holds up. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit more angry. Yeah. Uh, than I remember it being. Right. Um, but at the same time, like I remember he came under uh, heavy fire from like uh Congress and shit, and even like McCain was uh commenting about it. Uh, Cheney. Uh, I don't know if it was the actual Cheney or his wife. I don't know. I'm not even sure. Liz Cheney, yeah, but, probably. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it got a lot of scrutiny, uh, but it, it always seemed like, uh, yes, his, his lyrics are ultra-violent. Yes, he's an asshole. But he, he, he speaks the truth. Like, his words, I understand you have an obligation, but the, it's at the same time, like, you are an artist. Uh, you don't always make things that are going to please everybody. This was the fastest selling album of all time, like to this day still. Uh, so rap album or rap, rap oh, album. Yeah, okay. yeah. So it, it resonated with a lot of people and I get the hate, but he even says in all these things, like he had a song that's just like, I say this shit, but I don't, I never intended for anybody to go in and, and do any of the stuff that I said. It's almost like he's, he's, telling stories making a movie making a show like all this stuff like you you're gonna get some psychopath that goes and does some of the shit that he's talking about like stan you know like kills yeah. his wife drives her off the uh, the bridge or whatever but he's not the one he's not putting the gun in their hand he's not doing any of that stuff it's just it's artist uh uh artistry what's word word i'm looking for but i don't know it's just i always thought it was kind of a bad rap he's an entertainer first and foremost and if if you if people can't differentiate differentiate uh, between what uh, like words are and like you know actually telling somebody to go kill somebody, then I mean that's on them. That's that that's their. Whether you like him or not, you have to admit that he's like a lyrical, lyrical genius. genius. Yeah, easily. Yeah, like yep. some of the stuff he's. He, I I don't know. Uh, there was one that he said, and I already forgot it, but. Uh just how he can go from one thing and lead it into something else. It's just, it's, it's masterful. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Moving on. Uh, Perfect circle. Ah, yes. Um, I heard this. Highest debut for a rock band. First album on billboard top 200 at internet. Number four, kind of a little like, eh, it kind of had help because the lead singer was from tool. Okay. So yeah. he had a uh, resume going into this. Yeah. And I think people realize that. Um, they also had the guitarist and the drummer worked on Chinese Democracy for the Guns N' Roses thing. So it's almost like a, a super group in a way. Yeah. Uh, Chinese Democracy came later on, but that that was a real good rock album. I listened to that it again was, yeah. today. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, think, uh, songs like Judith, Ju- Ju- uh, Ju- yeah, Judith, uh, Three Libras. Um, mm-hmm. it's just 
you know, it had like two. The the dude has a great voice. Uh, yeah, Maynard James. <laughs> yeah <laughs> weird name great yeah. voice yeah yeah, yeah. um and, and tool I, I i remember we had a podcast and i shit on tool you do you do there's yes. no place for 10 minute songs in my life <laughs> <laughs> there's no place for every song to be 10 minute songs your shortest song is nine minute song okay. like you All get right. the fuck out of here with that yeah but a perfect circle was showing him showing me what he could do if he you know did normal length music and <laughs> it didn't have to turn everything into like some kind of uh like ebb and flow like up and down kind of thing it's just like a straight up rock song like it it, it, it slaps man like yeah it's good stuff i yeah. i really enjoyed that album it's it's probably in my uh top 15 yeah 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 it's pretty impressive it is uh, um, also in, mm-hmm. in 1969 the who they released tommy it's a rock opera about a deaf, dumb, and blind kid who sure plays a mean pinball. <laughs> so that's all I got to say about that. That's your that's your day in music history. Nice, thank you for that. Did you uh, uh, listen to either of those albums, or even the, the 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 Who one too, Tommy? I've never heard Tommy. I've heard the Perfect Circles uh, album through. Top to bottom, great album. Uh, they did okay. uh, Constantine's. Uh, they did a song for Constantine, that movie. Yeah, very good song. Yeah, they're very, very good band. One of the best. They also had that cover. I think we did a podcast. Uh, I mentioned that cover. Of oh yeah, the Beatles. Imagine. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. It took such a happy, uplifting song to turn it to this dark. Uh, um. I would say plotting, stalking, like almost yeah. like a stalking song. Like it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can't get away from it. Okay. You have any history with either of those? I probably have the most history with Tommy. My Tommy, parent, really? my mother listened to it all the time. It's I always found it interesting that they could do every song on that album is about Tommy. It's rock opera. Yeah, yeah. Just interesting that they could go do that much that many songs about one one kid. Did you uh, enjoy Pinball Wizard? I was never a fan of the song, and then as far as that album goes, I've never actually listened to the whole thing. Uh, it's good. I remember, it's it was on Rock Band. I always like kind of groaned when anyone chose to play it or it came up on random. I'm not a huge Who fan, but I don't not like them. All right, well, and with that, David, why don't you hum us some couple bars <laughs> okay. I, need, I need to know the rules for the game if you could throw in some m&m and a perfect circle I yeah most- here we go <laughs> yeah here's my m&m impression uh, humming la 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 okay so the rules of the game are uh i will hum a song i'll do i'll try to do like La 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 la. Like a little some laws here. Maybe I'll uh, muffle some of the lyrics if, if, to give you a hint, and then just uh, buzz in with your name. If you don't buzz in with your name, and you're you're naming the the name of the song, or yes. the name of the band, both. Uh, song is fine. Song will be fine. No no extra points for the band name. Okay. Okay. Um, why don't we finally get the band? Uh, no no points no points awarded, and may God have mercy on your soul. 
If if he buzzes and gets it wrong, does it go to me before he gets to I guess again? I can't answer until you get one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if you buzz in, Dion, and you get it wrong, shut the fuck up. He's a premature <laughs> Star <buzzer> Wars sometimes. <laughs> Star Wars, yeah. Uh, are we ready? Ready. Yep. Okay, uh, I'm going to do an easy one just to warm up, uh, but this does count. Um, let me see. La, 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 la. Dion. Yeah. Doug. Doug. The Doug theme. Dion's up 1-0. Um, let me see here. Okay. Pumpkins! <laughs> <laughs> here we go. Um, la, 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 No freaking idea. Go really? Go again for Big Dog. Let me, I gotta hear, I, I got the thing in my ear, so. La, 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 la. La, 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 la. I feel like I'm close. I feel like I'm close. My ear is telling me I am close. I don't know. Yeah. Rugrats. Nope. Uh, this is a band from the early 90s. This is from their first album, I believe. First album. Um, let's see. La, 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 la. Hey, la, la. Hey, uh, yeah. Can, can you put in a guess? I need care to put I in a guess so I can my give guess. Uh, Dion. Yeah. Offspring. No. This is... Ah. Um, I was trying to give a clue without giving too much of a clue. Uh, early 90s, grunge band. Does that help at all? I will... Okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll swap out the laws for the, what he's actually saying. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Alive. Alive, yeah. Smell <laughs> that? I can't smell it. Did you fart? Him. <laughs> the cat fart? Shame him. Uh, something, because it's awful. Shaming our cat over here. So yeah, it's one, one to one. Uh, let's see. Here we go. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. Yeah. Um, uh, the final countdown. Ding, ding, ding. Two to one, Dion. Next up, we have La 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh shit, you did more. Um <laughs> Rick Flair's theme music. No. This is <laughs> oh, a come big... on, that was perfect. La 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 <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, go ahead. La, la, la. <laughs> la 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 This is a band from the 80s. It's a song from the 80s. Uh the, the music video you you notice right away. It's very iconic. La 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 Uh, the reverb. Yeah. yeah. Take on me? Yes. 
Uh, what? <laughs> two to two, two to two, all tied up. <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see. Here we go. La 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 no, he didn't say the song. He did not say the song. If you want to be my song. lover. That's not the name of the song. Lover. No. Buzz. 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 Come on. I get Buzz. it. Is Carrie. 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 Yeah. Wannabe. Wannabe. Come on. <laughs> I think we should go band. No. no. We should go band. Song. I just want Song that. title. She won it. No. Three. That's not. That's not. Hold on. Three to two? Is it three to two, not Carrie? Cool. Yes. He not was cool. very clear. It's not on cool. The, on the, not cool. Yes. Very clear nope. about the directions. Wrong. <laughs> All right, wait, hold on. Is it three to two, Carrie? Is that true? Yes. Okay, here we go. Three, two, one. La 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 <laughs> la 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 yeah la 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 like that that those two notes are iconic if you know the words la 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 this band did a song fingers on your trigger this band did a, a song for the movie Shrek. Yeah. Yep. All star. All star. Yes. Three to three. All tied up. Um. Here we go. Was that all star? Yes. Somebody. That's what I was trying to do. The la 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 la. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Here we go. <laughs> this is the new one. Get in the tune. Get in the tune. La 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 Leon. Yeah. Um shallow. Yes. Very good. <laughs> I was so I was hoping you'd let me get to the uh no, la, I, la, I, la, la. I had to I had to figure it out before you got to that part. <laughs> uh four to three, Dion? Yes. Uh, yes. Let's go to. Um, let's see. I get this one. I clinch. <laughs> Actually, I don't clinch. It's four to three. La la. La 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 la. La 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 la. La 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 la. La la la. I'll do the chorus. Too slow. Yeah. La 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 
Yeah. 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 Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Do it again. I want to say it because if I get it wrong, who cares? Uh. Uh. Hey, Jude. Ding ding. Yes. <laughs> Fucking a. Five to three. I know yet? things about Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hands on your buzzers. Here we go. Three, two, one. No, the la 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 la. That was a tie. That was yeah. You tied. Damn. That was, was, winner, right? that was Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, mm-hmm. 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 The la 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 This is from the album that was just discussed this week on why I hate this album. Uh Dion. Mm-hmm. Um bye bye bye. Bye bye bye. Run away with it. Let me see if let me get another I, one. I mean, if we're going to ten, I, I or yeah, that, that would that would yeah. be the win right there. Yes, it would. I yeah. It. Also, that was the worst rendition of "Bye Bye Bye" I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, let's see. Let me Gary, do one can more. You do that one better. You want me to do the chorus, or you want me to start from the beginning? Uh, the chorus. Oh, I got it. I got it. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah. La 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 la. La 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 la. You hear this, David? This is how you hum. <laughs> That's not the point. He's like, I failed to see what I did wrong. I'm doing the wrong song. I'm doing it's going to be me. Oh, yeah. It's going to be me. Wait, 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 wait. Shit. I did the whole wrong song. That's pretty good. Oh, uh oh. <laughs> Hold on, let me let me uh pipe this in here. Bye bye. Bow 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 That's the part that I would have got. I wouldn't have got it up to that point, but when you went. Uh, yeah. La 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 la. <laughs> All right. All right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good. Uh. Good game. Congrats, champion Dion. Thank you. You're Glad welcome. you can stop crying now. I'm the music champion <laughs> of all time. I, Did you I win? Even the older games that we were doing, I I don't think yeah. anyone ever beat me. Did you? Uh, yeah, you destroyed Andy last week. Yeah, there was just. I did. Yeah, it was ten to one. <laughs> My favorite part was I go. Unmerciful. I do the uh, Indiana Jones theme. I forgot how it goes now, but it's like, hey, D, I, Andy, Star Wars, baby. <laughs> After I'd said Star Wars like three times already. <laughs> Turns out Star Wars was never the answer. Right, never. And I well, just come in, Indiana hey, Jones. You know, uh. if this was like a name that tune on the radio, I'd probably kick your ass. Well, yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I'm getting better. We'll see. I don't know. We haven't played in a while. We haven't. Just got sick of losing. A couple of uh, movie reviews to get to. And now, Damien's Review Corner. Go. 
So I don't think Carrie had heard that. Okay, that's fine. She perked up like a like a like a dog here in his food bowl. (laughs) (laughs) Couple of things. I won't go through everything. I watched. I don't know. Five? Oh, five. I said that many. But I'll just talk about the one you assigned me last week, The Great Hack. Um, so this was from last year, 2019, a documentary about the Cambridge Analytica scandal. Uh, mainly focuses on Brittany Kaiser, the director, the former director of business development for Cambridge Analytica. And she has this sort of uh, come-to-Jesus moment of like, oh, boy, I, I fucked up a lot here uh, working with these guys. So I'm going to do the right thing and come forward, but uh, ultimately it doesn't really matter because the guy that's the head of the, the – now the head of the Cambridge Analytica just denied doing anything wrong. And there was really no uh, repercussions to Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica whatsoever. Uh, I think they folded like – the year that the news broke, but then it's always like uh, just, they just slapped a new label on it and kept on going. But um, yeah, not there wasn't much in this documentary that I didn't already know, but it was interesting to see the actual players uh, talking about their experiences from their point of view. So that was kind of cool. Uh, okay. So thank, thank you for assigning me that. Hold on a second. You're welcome. Uh, the, the audio was real terrible. <sighs> uh, okay. Oh, he's back. I'm back, yeah. What happened? Uh, the fucking cat likes to uh, attack the, win- the screen <laughs> on the window, and I only have one left because he knocked out the other two. So, yeah. Oh, I thought the cat attacked you. No, no, I attacked him. Um, <laughs> Andy assigned me Hail Satan, the documentary at the look. It's a documentary about uh, a look at the quick and rise influence of the controversial religious group known as the Satanic Temple. Uh I didn't like it that much. I liked I like Great Hack a lot more, just from a cinematography standpoint. Uh, Hail Satan has really not great uh, cinematography. Very weird, awkward B roll. B roll is like that stuff you see in movies where or documentaries where it's just the the the, the person doing their their work at their desk or whatever, or somebody walking down the street. It's very awkward. Uh, very awkward um, examples of that in this movie. Um, just. They have the girl. They have this one woman that's part of the group, and she's just cleaning up after a uh, after a rally or whatever. Um, it's pretty. It's funny. The one of the founding members got kicked out because she held she held this like a not really like a rally or it was basically a rally. And she's like, "We should fucking murder all the bankers and the politicians, especially the president. Shoot him in the face." Blah blah blah. And then the head of the Satanic Temple was like, "That's that's." too far that's for aggressive. A, that's too far for even us so you gotta uh you gotta get out of here so uh yeah it's it's funny it's just out of here. yeah it's just funny that they are they're not a religious group they're they're a political movement so the movie focuses on that i mean the group focuses on that but the movie tries to explain what their agenda is and what their message is and it's i mean it is clear what they're doing it's just the sort of um what do you call it? The backlash against the sort of um, the breaking down of the the wall between the church and state sort of thing, where you have you know prayers in schools, prayers in work, um, taking away abortion rights, um, putting laws into 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 the books, where it's it's clearly you're just you're just uh, you know putting forward this agenda of we need to have more 
more religion and more not even more religion just there is chosen religion which is Christianity we need we need to have you know the ten command the ten commandments was the, one of the main focuses of this movie of remember when the ten commandments um, statue was being put up uh, in front of all these uh, uh, what do you call them state houses okay do, yeah. do you remember yes yes yeah okay yeah <laughs> they were uh it was a you know legal battle of whether that was constitutional or not and uh the saint tenet temple was actually one of the groups one of the political advocacy groups pushing for the ten commandments to not be put up in front of state houses in front of courthouses things like that um and they ultimately failed they got it got put up um it, well, they didn't get it put up in the front. They sort of came to a compromise of like, we'll put it up, you know, behind the courthouse in like a secluded uh, wood woody area or something. I don't or a park or something. But it's, um, yeah, it's not great, Bob. <laughs> the current uh, climate we're in, as far as uh, what they're what the religious right is pushing for this whole. It's interesting to look back on the history of it. They sort of did a quick synopsis of it, where I guess the the origins of putting a uh, Ten Commandments statue in front of courthouses actually began in the 50s or the 60s when the um, Ten Commandments movie came out with Charlton Heston. And during the promotion for that movie, Charlton Heston and the director were going around different cities um, and propping up these um, these pro- these uh, promotional statues of the Ten Commandments. That's all it was. It wasn't it wasn't an actual statue. It was in some cases made out of plastic. You know, so that's where that uh, that's where that came from. So, oh. yep, uh, pretty good movie overall. Just very de- kind of depressing. Even more, even that was actually more depressing than the Great Hack because you sort of already know that you know Facebook is harvesting your data and selling it to advertisers. You you just know that, um, and that doesn't uh, you know it doesn't really affect People on a day day debate on a day to day basis more so than the stuff that's going on in Hill Satan where it's like, you know, we need to have God in in schools and we need to have prayers and we need to have all this stuff. I feel like that going forward, those policies that they're putting forward are going to affect people's lives on a day to day on a day to day basis more than the uh, the Cambridge stuff. So, uh-huh. but it's also not great. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah, for the the Cambridge Analytical stuff is it's really just group information not even yeah. like specifically you maybe yeah. one day it turned into something specifically you but yeah there's no there's no name to it or anything really I mean, yeah. no no way that anyone's gonna be like, like oh yes on x day fucking get him boys like, yeah into something like that but yeah 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 uh let's see going down the list here talk about pokemon showing porn on a stream i'm gonna play a clip here uh so you can just hear it. Maybe. We- <laughs> Big old What's she screaming about. She showed she showed porn on her on her stream for like a second. Did she get banned? No, she had a warning. Damn, that should be yeah. She already had a warning, didn't she? Uh, uh, um, for the dick thing? I don't know. No, no, no. She never showed the dick on stream. She just showed it. In, oh, she looked in the box. Man. She's like, what's in the box? It's a, it's a, it's a dick. Oh, no. My incel is intensifying. I'm not pleased. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, it's just, uh, I don't, I think they said like the link got, got uh, corrupted or got uh, 
Somebody, okay. some mod, the mod that that was supposed to filter out stuff like that, went rogue and uh, put put the porn in the link. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is he, uh, so is that mod fed up with her shit or something? Probably. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's That's just fun. funny. Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of streamers, I, I watched uh, a bunch of streamers the other day, like two in a row, basically, the, uh, back to back. Um, who was it? Summit got like $1,200 in bits. And another guy got, uh, who was it? Oh, I can't think of the guy's name. But anyway, he got, he got like $1,000 in uh, gifted subs. And that is absurd. But also I was thinking like, that's what? A, huh? That's a Sunday for Wubby. <laughs> yeah true well yeah with i mean his are donations for uh what do you call it the the watch not watch along but like clip clip show no what is it called sometimes i haven't seen a uh media share in a while media share yes thank you yeah media, I, haven't, I haven't seen one either he's he got pretty obsessed with the the 90 day fiance thing and uh i think he might be might be done with that for a while i'm not sure but anyways yeah he's trying he's trying to uh to shut that down a little yeah. bit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's fascinating to me just like what who are who are these people? Why are they giving so much money to this one guy? And is it a money laundering scheme? Like I don't, I'm not completely clear on what money laundering is, but I thought from <laughs> I, I thought from Breaking Bad, right? It's when I'm uh, not a smart man, but I do know <laughs> what money laundering is. <laughs> Skyler, right? When she was doing the money laundering with the car wash, she was yes. making fake. Transactions. She was putting money into the drawer, so she owned the shop, Correct. and she was doing her own fake transactions. But this here, this is you're giving money to to a third party person to then, this, you know, I'm just trying to think of like how could that how could that work? How how do you? It's not uh, yeah, I mean that would mean Summit would have to be in on it, or one of his mods, or one of his administrators. His mods shouldn't have access to his money. You know or it's well, either I, mean, I guess an administrator he probably would, but there's got to be the money has to. Is there what is it like a Twitch account or something? Yeah, you start the Twitch account, and then you you're giving this person money in the form of subs. So maybe there's some I don't know. It's just an absurd amount of money. The guy was just dropping over and over again, like fifteen hundred dollars. Which well, if you're are. if you're a drug dealer, if you're a major drug. Uh, what do you call it? Shipper. If you're a shipper of drugs, right? You're dealing with millions of dollars. Fifteen hundred isn't going to make that much of a dent in the dirty money you're trying to launder. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, it's something. No, no, I, I think it's just people have money, and some people, you know, uh, you know, pay it forward a little. Not really yeah. pay it forward, but you know, pay. It's like the guy entertains them, so he gives them money. You know, there's a lot of people that watch him that don't give him a dime. I'm one of those people that. You know, I get it, but at the same time, well, I, I, it's just it's just a weird thing for me uh, to, to 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 donate. So maybe he's just kind of like, you know, uh, leveling the uh, uh, the field a little bit, I guess. Like, yeah. all right, well, these fifteen hundred people won't pay a buck to see you, so I'll just give you fifteen hundred bucks. That dude probably has money. I hope he has money because otherwise, <laughs> I hope he should have used it on his family. Yeah, exactly. And he doesn't like go to the summit like, uh, can I have that fifteen hundred dollars back? <laughs> like, because there's been stories like that. Like, oh, I, yeah. I gifted you a hundred, but I kind of need that money. Like, don't yep. fucking give money that you can't, you know, part with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, if it's fifteen hundred, I mean, that's it's twelve hundred. You said. Yeah, I imagine. It's intentional. Like there's uh one guy on Wubby stream that 
uh, every 30 minutes he donated, uh, he, he bought another hundred subs. Yeah. hundred gifts of subs. Yeah. And he did that for like three hours. Yeah. So that, <laughs> like he was responsible. Like what we Damn, you all right? Yes. <laughs> well, we got like a thousand subs in like an hour. Yeah. It was insane. It is just insane. Two people, though. It's just yeah. two people going back and forth. They get in these little wars. Yeah. So there are people watching with money. I think that's a, a, a pretty cool flex. Like you think about like, damn, this, <laughs> this guy's watching me. But at the same time, what if it's like something darker than that? Like this guy's like, yeah. hey, I just gave you 1200 bucks. Uh, I think you owe it to me now. Yeah. To like cater to my my demands yep. or something like that it could be something more like that yeah like try to get try to uh find somebody that uh needs the money i guess and just kind of like or try to get, ride the coattails if it's like someone like summit ride the coattails a little bit be like hey i gave you 1200 bucks you you owe me man like, yeah maybe there's some entitlement that goes comes with it i think the one guy i forget his name what the hell is this guy's name but he was playing like apex and i think the guy that was giving him the 1200 was like I think he asked him to play with him. I think it was what it was there. Hmm. Yeah. Fair. That's fine. But I mean, I get rules are in place for a reason. Boundaries. But, yeah. I mean, I might make an exception. Well, that's the thing. Maybe, maybe I'm not the type of person that should get 1200 bucks from somebody on Twitch. I would probably make an exception. I'll be like, all right, fine. I'll play, I'll play Apex with you. And that's how it starts. <laughs> they, they, they find yeah. my address. They come and kill me. You know, steal, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steal their $1,200 back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and the moral yeah. of the story is don't be a Twitch streamer. Well, I mean, if you're getting 1200 bucks from... What would your thing be on Twitch? If you were a streamer, what, what, what would it be? I don't, I don't get would the you t- Category. You, would you just be in just chatting? Yeah. Would you Would you be a, would you be a cooking cooking stream? Would you to be body painting? ASMR? <laughs> Yeah, some ASMR. Yeah, I could see that. I could do that. I always enjoy hearing the uh, the ad. Children screaming, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I always enjoy hearing the ad at the beginning of uh, uh, every podcast. So I think I think you, if you wanted to devote yourself to uh, ASMRing, you could probably do that. Yeah. Nice. Good to know. Yeah. Just get into that whisper stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has a whisper. I want to go back to the movies thing for a second because I forgot to get, get you guys' uh, assignments for the week. Um, so do you want to give me a number between 1 and 110? Four. Four? Uh, so I'm going to watch, you give me Roma to watch, which was uh, Alfonso Cuarón's, I believe it won the Oscar that year for Best Picture. I'm not sure. Interesting. Yeah, Alfonso. It was about his uh, housekeeper in Mexico. So that is Dion's carry number between one and one hundred and ten. Twenty-four. Please. Twenty-four. The Abyss, the nineteen eighties um, James Cameron underwater scary movie. I heard it's a classic. All right. All righty. Right up your alley, I guess. Yeah, buddy. And also, what did hey, I want to say? I... Yes. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that I watched. Um, Indiana Jones part two and three for the first time. Never saw them. I saw part one a while ago. So I saw Indiana yeah. Jones, the temple of doom and the last crusade back to back. I much Worth preferred. It. Uh, yeah, it was good. They, uh, Spielberg, uh, shoots like the, is the master of like blocking. If you, blocking is like setting up a scene of like, you have you know a table in front of the character and you have the character sitting off 
into the, the side of the room where the light is coming in and hitting his face at a certain angle. He is the greatest at that. Uh, there's so many uh, scenes in the Temple of Doom and Last Crusade that are like, man, this is this is perfect. <laughs> you perfectly lined up the everything. Um, so they, yeah, they look amazing as as you probably know. Uh, Temple of Doom, it's fine. Temple of Doom is like one long uh, a music park a music park ride. It starts off with him uh, getting on a plane and then jumping on the plane with a inflatable raft and he, somehow he hits like the angle he hits this like sloped uh mountainside after jumping out of the plane and he's fine obviously you know hit the hit the mountain going 300 miles an hour but he's fine yeah, he's indie, dude. yeah. um so he, he's he's in he's the in the inflatable raft cushioned his fall and didn't it pop it, it didn't pop really incredible yeah they, they don't make them like they used to bro <laughs> Him and his love interest for the movie and uh, Short Round, which was this little Asian kid that he apparently befriended in, in China. Goonies? Data? No, not from... I think it's, not, I think it's Data. Data? No. Short Round... Have you uh, ever seen the Goonies? No, not yet. Okay, so not. do you even know what we're talking about? <laughs> the <laughs> actor. No. Is, you're saying the actor yeah, was in... The actor is in the Goonies. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. He plays Data. His name's Data in the in the Goonies. I still have to watch that, so maybe I'll watch that for next week as well. But uh, you so, need to watch the Goonies. I will. It's a classic. <laughs> so he's he jumps from the plane under the mountain with his girlfriend and and short round, and goes into a river. Goes down this river. Goes into this like Indian. Uh, in, Indian is in uh, dot Indian, not feather Indian. Goes into this Indian uh, village, gets involved in this whole thing, and it's this one long uh, adventure. There's no there's no break basically. He, he never stops to take like a shower or anything during the whole movie. So that was it was interesting. But I liked Last Crusade better. You have Sean Connery, you have Nazis. Um, there's this one part where actually they go into a Nazis rally and they he bumps uh, Indiana Jones bumps into Hitler and Hitler signs his book. His notebook, which was pretty funny, but yeah, I'm glad I saw him. Very two very good movies. From uh, uh, what about Last Crusade? Spielberg. What about it? It was or, very good. No, 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 another one. Um, Crystal Skull. Oh, that's, watch that's that one. That's not a thing. That's that was never that was never made. <laughs> it just stopped after those three. Yep, yeah, exactly. Happened. Never nope. ever happened. No, I saw it a while ago. Um, I think it's it's not as bad as people remember. Uh, you know, I was thinking that. I, I was wondering because yeah. I remember watching it. And I'm like, this literally might be the worst movie I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> I'm wondering if that opinion holds up. Yeah, uh, it was fine. Uh, speaking of Spielberg movies, I read Jurassic Park the book um, or listened read to or it. Listen, listen to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen. There is a difference. Carrie has started reading books again. She realized that she enjoyed that hobby. Yep. She has been reading I, reading I... with her eyes. I have years. been. Um, I've I've always loved reading, but I feel like it's hard. It's just hard to do when you have when you have kids. But I finally was like, you know what? I want something for for myself. I spend t- my whole day with doing my job and being mom, and I want something for me. So I'm reading a book, and it's called Little Women because I also uh-huh. rewatched that movie, and I liked it much more the second time. And now oh, she's going nice. back, and like picturing what's his name uh what's what's chalamet's character laurie laurie you're picturing laurie as timothy's chalamet 
So that makes that book better for you now. <laughs> he, he originally had no real image in your head, right? Like you didn't picture well, him no, as because anybody. because I saw the 90s version of Oh, so you pictured him as that one? As uh, Christian Bale. Mm. Oh, so do you, has, has it switched now? Do you see it? It as, has switched now, yeah. yes. That's, that's funny. So. Yes. I did read Little Women when I was a teenager. Okay. I'm reading it again. I don't remember. I mean, I know, I remember, the, I know the movie, so I know the basic premise of it, but it's interesting. Um, it's like 500 something pages long, so it'll take me a good long time. Game of Thrones was longer. Well, much longer, but I can't, <laughs> I haven't read those since I've had kids. Yeah, so I rewatched, I don't know what I gave, uh, if I gave Little Women a ranking. When mm-hmm. I first saw it, but I like I liked it a lot more the second time I watched it. Yeah, this is very good. Because I, the first time I watched it, I was getting annoyed by the time jumps. Mm. You know what I mean? Like one minute yeah. they're teenagers, and then the next minute she's in New York, and then the next minute she's back again, and I'm like, what? Except they all look the same age. They all look the same age. So I'm like, is it present day? Is it past? Is what? Is, what? What am I looking at right now? When I watched it the second time, I, I understood it better, and I liked it. I give it a 9. I give it a 9 out of 10. I liked it a lot. Nice. And then that is what made me really like Timothy Chalamet as an actor, so then I've yeah. been going back and watching other movies that he's been in and forcing Deej to watch them, too. <laughs> what else did you watch with him in it? Um, Lady Bird. We, we watched Lady Bird. We both watched uh, Lady Bird. Um, I watched... Beautiful Boy, one mm. with Steve Carell. Mm. Um, what do you think of Lady Bird? I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it made me think like I could tell what time, what year it came out, pretty much just from the the way that they talked and stuff. I was like, man, I feel like I'm in high school again. <laughs> she was she was a weird egg. Like it's, uh, it's mad, mad tight. Mad tight. <laughs> like, she was like nobody said that except from the year 2001 to 2004. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What she was saying that like, you got to call her Lady Bird, and all I could think of was Step Brothers, where he was like, "You got to call me Dragon." <laughs> Come up with a name for yourself. And she's like Lady Bird. I'm like, what the fuck is Lady Bird? Did you get emotional at the end of that Lady Bird, where she, her mother is still pissed at her, and then she decides to go back? I mean, it was a nice moment. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I didn't really know. I didn't the whole mo- the whole movie, you're kind of sitting there like, "Why are you being such a bitch?" But. <laughs> You know, I I understand a, a, a tormented relationship, mm-hmm. so yeah, it it was cool to see the like the realization set in. I mean, she, the the whole reason she she went like that was because she was, you know, sad that you know the daughter was leaving, and then that clicked in her head like fuck, like I'm not gonna see her for a while. So and she had to run in there, and it's like, ah, mm-hmm. ah. <laughs> Just I liked aw. it. It was yeah, good. yeah, it's cute. Um, beautiful boy was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, I had to stop watching it. I watched the whole thing. He didn't watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's too much for me. Um, I watched a one where he was younger, um, uh, called Miss Stevens. Did I tell you about that one already? No, that was a weird one. That was a weird one. Um, he. I watched the last ten minutes of it, and it was weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, it made me feel very awkward once I realized what was going on, like halfway through the movie, because the 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 description of the movie didn't really allude to what was going on. And so Mm. it's about this teacher. She's like a 20 something year old teacher. She teaches high school English and she goes 
takes three of her students on a, a field trip like over the weekend. They travel to this drama competition. Mm-hmm. So it's this teacher with her three teenage students staying in a hotel. And um, Timothy Chalamet is one of her students. There's and, tension. And there's like, yeah, he like. Weird ass tension. He has a crush on her, maybe, and she's like knowing nothing ever really happens, but there is a weird sexual tension, and it's like she's kind of leading him on a little bit, and every like every little tiny bit of information she gives him makes him more confident that they have a thing, you know. Hmm. And so it was. I walked in and I was like. They're gonna fucking do it. Like, who is that? Because I was like, uh, the classmates, like, they're, they're gonna they gotta do it in the car. And she's like, that's his teacher. I'm like, that does nothing. Like, <laughs> the, the question still stands. It, it really seems like they're about to plow. Yeah, <laughs> right in the back of this car. But yeah, it, it was uh, it was weird. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah, with her. Uh, it was just fucking weird. Yeah, uh, I movie... left Carrie to have some. This Timothy dude is doing numbers on her dreams, man. <laughs> he is out of control. I've had two dreams with him in it since really? I've watched. And they are bizarre. Movie. They are bizarre. <laughs> they should be a movie in itself. They really are, should be. We I should always... have a segment. We got Damien's always poops or poops are fine or voice, whatever we call voice it. poops. poops. <laughs> we got Carrie's today in Dream World. I have really <laughs> vivid dreams in the morning, like. It's kind of in that state where you you wake up and you look at the clock and you're like, all right, I don't have to get up yet. And you fall yeah. back asleep. That is when I have crazy, vivid dreams because I feel like my brain is actually semi-conscious and like adds in stuff, like fills in holes and makes it more like feature length movie-like instead of just weird, random things happening. Yeah, it's crazy. If you want to watch a movie with Timothy Chalamet and some heavy sexual uh, tension, oh boy. yeah, call me by your name. Absolutely. I really want to see that. Yeah. But I don't know where to find it. I can't I'll find it. I think it's on Amazon. I, I mean, I we're, we're find cheap. it easy enough. We're cheap, so we don't like to. Oh yeah. <laughs> rent it. You could rent it. I'll I'll three uh, bucks maybe. We'll yeah. add it to the list. Yeah. All right. So God knows what that what dreams I'm gonna have after watching that. Movie. Yeah. Um, I my want to time put to strike. It out there. I, none of these <laughs> dreams. Back. I didn't. I don't do it with him in any of the dreams. Just to put that yeah. out there. Timothy primes the pump. I move in. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. You didn't get it. You'd have to be there. <laughs> get you going, buddy. It's no. It, it's. I. I don't feel like I could even go there because he's so young yeah it's uh, it's weird it's a weird thing he looks like he's 12 I guess. yeah he's way I, i'm way too old for him all right so i think damien took off or something so i'm going to tell you some we had some audio difficulties the last podcast and i'm going to give you some out of context jokes because i, I want the, the the listener to understand my jokes because i was having i was cutting in and out first of all my audio difficulty was actually just a tribute because this was a topic uh to elon musk's a uh, new child who he named in symbols. Some weird ass equation or whatever. You've seen it? I've seen it. I don't know how to say it or yeah, anything. I forget what it was, but yeah. Uh, my my cyborg like cutting in and out. That was just me speaking his child's language. Oh. <laughs> um, 
What's the story behind that anyway? Uh, there was. Oh, we have to ask Damien when he comes back. It was, it was something yeah, about uh, symbol. Uh, uh, Damien, you're back. Yep. What was the uh, story behind Elon Musk's child? I, I like they just wanted. Oh, well, yeah, I have it here. Um, they wasn't one of them. Like the the archangel was the plane that had uh, no weapons, but it was fuck. It was speed, fast speed, fast speed, fuck speed, right? Yeah, hot, hot nasty, hot nasty speed. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that doesn't. Me, uh, I don't think that answered your question at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what does the name mean? The name X is the unknown variable. Uh, A E is uh, known for, is Ash. It appears in Latin and Old English, but has fallen out of use. Uh, let's see. Oh, A E is her Alvin spelling of A I, meaning uh, artificial intelligence. A-12 is the precursor to the SR-17, their favorite aircraft. Has no weapons, no defense, just speed. Great in battle, but no, but non-violent. And A stands for Archangel, her favorite song that she does, I guess. Hmm. Yep. That poor child. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, number one way to, to make sure your child hates you when you're older. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, going back again, uh, the... the uh, you had the, the 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 topic about whiskey urine, right? Yes. All right. So, the, the, this guy was brewing uh, whiskey out of his own urine, and I made I made the joke that uh, uh, wine people, you know how they're like, is I want the seventy one, uh, uh, what was it, Sauvignon Blanc? You know, like the year they put the year. Well, how do they categorize? The whiskey, would they say, I want the, is, is that the, the 50 year old man? No, no, I, I want the 71 year old man, please. You know, <laughs> like, yeah, the, the geriatric whiskey wine or whis, whiskey uh, urine connoisseur, you know. Mm. <laughs> uh, Andy was talking about DNA and space travels. His, uh, his, 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 his um, factoid was that it would take a round trip back and forth to Pluto, to Earth. Uh, like 19 times before a DNA strand would be totally annihilated. You could send like DNA and it would travel through the solar system that many times before it would finally be destroyed. Uh, I mentioned something that do we want mutated monstrosities because that's how we get mutated monstrosities. Mm, that, was, that was a joke. Um, Good joke. The, the, your fact, the, the neutron star mm -hmm. goes supernova, collapses in on itself. I said that was uh, your party life when you were 23. That was a night for you out on the town. That's another way to describe how you were out. Me? Yeah. Me personally? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were wild. That was a wild <laughs> like, one. I, I wasn't there. Uh, I don't have any recollection. Of yeah, those were, those were all my out-of-context jokes. I don't know if they're better this week or maybe last week, but I wrote them down because I was, I was very upset with, with the audio uh difficulties we were having but i i should have just joke, it off and said i was speaking yeah. elon musk child's yep language you know yes i'm happy to see you okay so we're at two hours oh, yeah. okay yes where's the, where's the crickets, where's the crickets <laughs> <laughs> we're at two hours i want to talk about some video games so oh, coming to the end here Kara, do you want to uh do you want to bow out or do you want to hear about video games? 
I'll bow out. Okay. Thank, thank you for allowing me yes. to join you and to bow out. Yes. <laughs> it's been, it's been thank, a good time. I, thank I you for coming. We should off, uh, uh, extend that offer to the listener as well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do, After, we can do a speed round because two hours is uh, quite, quite, quite a lot. Yeah, it is. Um, thank, so, you, thank you, Carrie, yeah. for, for joining us. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's, it's nice to have you on the show. See you later. <laughs> See you later. Hey. Hey. So, I've been playing a game. I've been looking for a replacement to Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire is a roguelike card game where you go through the dungeon building cards as you defeat enemies. And you basically build an archetype of of a deck based on the first few cards you get. So, like... You might get a poison card at the beginning that does five poison per per round, per tick, right? So then you want to start building your deck around poison. So it's like, you know, you, you might look for a card that does that doubles the enemy's poison. Or you look for a card that every time you hit them with a, with a melee attack, you put one poison on the guy. Or you look for relics. One, one relic does uh, makes it so you apply one plus one poison for every poison that you were going to put on. So... Been looking for a replacement for Slay the Spire because I played it a million times. And I found it in a game called Pirates Outlaws. Pirates Outlaws is a game. I find left that motorcycle. I thought you playing that on Discord before we popped on. Yeah. I'm just going to find the actual IMDb here. So I can say with confidence who makes it. It's $20 on Steam right now. So it's pretty, pretty cheap. Um, from the developer Fabled Games came out this year. Um, so it's got a lot of the same sort of DNA as Slay Spire. It's, you know, you go through, it's got routes you can take. You can look at the route on the map. Do you want to go to the right side, which has a lot of bosses, has a lot of like, um, uh, what do you call it? Event, event nodes where it's like you, you come into this, you come into this, uh, place and it says like okay you can give me five uh, hp but i'll give you back 10 max hp or you can try to go down this this route like take a left and then you take another left and every time you take a route it costs two hp so you can explore these different routes you can go through and hopefully find treasure at the end but it costs you two hp every time you take a different turn um the cards are very cool it's, it's a lot of like setting up for next turn. The way Slay the Spire worked was every turn, at the end of every turn, if you had any uh, armor on, it would disappear uh, at the end of the turn and you have to start over the next turn. If you had any mana that you didn't use, it didn't matter because the next turn, if you had four max mana, you'd have four mana at the beginning of the next turn. In this game, it's uh, you can build up armor so your armor stays on between turns. So you have to think think about that um, if you want to build up armor, or if you want to attack um, with the mana. It's if you have zero mana at the beginning of the last turn, you'll have zero mana at the end at the beginning of the next turn. So you want to make sure to build up mana in between turns. Um, there's cards that are that'll say like, you know, play this card, and if you have one mana. I'll only give you one, but if you have zero mana, it'll give you two. So you want to do things in a certain order. You want to spend all your mana to get more mana back later on. Um, they also have things like where you kill a guy. Uh, you have a, a card called Maelstrom where it'll heal you, if you, but only if you only if that card kills the person. So it does 10 damage to everything. So you want to make sure you want to get everybody down to 10 or less health 
to get your, your health back when they die. So stuff like that where you're setting up cards to get the most use out of them. Mm-hmm. So that, that was pretty cool. I had notes here. Are you I, good at it? Yeah, I feel, I feel like I am. There's there's certain points where I'm like, damn, I forgot to use all my mana or I forgot to yeah. set up the next turn. There are things that, uh, just like in Slay the Spider, you have to, uh, you can upgrade cards. So you want to upgrade the most useful ones. So it'll be like, there's a card that will make your next shot the basic card, the basic version of the card makes your next shot do double damage, and then upgrade it. It'll make your next two shots do double damage. So you want to. I've been trying to get that upgraded as soon as possible. Um, thing I don't like about it that's different from so this buyer is there's a lot of RNG. So there's a lot of like blind, you know, put put bl- put blind on the guy, and it'll make it 50-50 chance of the guy hitting you. And it's like I've lost multiple games in a row where I didn't get the right. I didn't get I didn't get the roll, you know. I got I lost the 50-50 multiple times in a row, so that's that's kind of shitty to, to have your to have the game go one way or the other based on a, a coin flip. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, you get that even back in the day with like Pokemon. Yeah, like you use sand attack. Yeah, you use sand attack. <laughs> it don't fucking matter. When yeah. the computer uses sand attack. Yeah, you fucking can't hit for the next five turns. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Let's see. Yeah, a lot of stuff. It's it's a lot of like um, risk reward. So it'll be like you uh, take two damage, but you get fifteen armor. Um, again, with the fifty fifty thing, there's one that like either you get nine, you can add nine armor to your to your to your armor that you already have on, or you get all your armor taken away, and it's like fuck <laughs> so you can do it you can you can sort of uh you sort of uh take advantage of that where you want to have you want to not play the card that gives you armor before you play that other card you know what i mean so if you lose if you, if you lose a 50 50 or it's actually 75 25 75 chance to get armor 25 to have all your armor taken away and you can sort of um have the have those odds not matter if you play that card first before you put your armor on, you know what I mean? If you, if you you don't have any armor to have taken away, then you're not really losing anything. If you don't get the roll you want. Um, so yeah, it's, it's sort of, I like the aesthetic of say the spire better. I think it has more depth to the, to the drawings of the characters. There's more detail. And especially the one I made called the silent, which has like a reverse cow head skull on. And he's wearing he's wearing this this green shroud. It's a very cool looking character, and also the uh, the animations are a lot better. I feel like in Slay the Spire, this is this is very like rudimentary, very basic sort of art to it. You know, it's very like uh, remember like flash animations from back in the day. Right. It has that sort of feel to it. So it's <clears throat> Slay the Spire's attacks felt heavier. It felt like they had weight to them. You know. Um, this kind of reminded me of like like Fire Album when you you played those yeah. games like if you yeah. Fire Attack you, you know it's like you know, yeah the way the cards would fly around and at least from what you showed me of it yeah 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 um so yeah I'm probably gonna play a shit ton of this because it has this um what do you call it where you can advance things what do you call that uh, uh, progress progress <laughs> yeah it has a lot of different progress. Achieve it has achievements. It has progress. 
things, progress for roads you can go down. You have to beat. You have multiple um, outfits you can wear, but you can only wear them if you beat certain levels. You have multiple characters that you you need to unlock. You need to play to unlock. There's like nine of them. There's a bunch of different ones where it's like you know one guy's thing is he can um, he heals every time he hits somebody, but he can't ever gain armor. Um, there's other ones where it's like this minstrel guy that plays songs that it, that it does like area of effect for every character. So those are far down the road because I think you get like a hundred or two hundred credits per per win, and the the guy at the very bottom of the character unlock screen has you need like nine thousand credits. So uh, this is I finally found my new game, my new. Uh, uh, do you find that you're drawn to card games, card type games? Well, I am right. I wondering, have you ever played yeah. like Darkest Dungeon? Yeah, 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 yeah. I played a shit ton of that, and I got so fed up with the. Uh, it it had massive spikes in difficulty. You know what I mean? Like yeah. one 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 dungeon you're going through, and suddenly this dude comes out of nowhere that just just fucks you in the face like for damage and <laughs> takes no damage. And other that's another game where it's like heavily heavily RNG based, where it's like the guy has a. 25% chance of one-shotting you. Oh, he got it. Great. Cool. Now my healer's dead. Now I'm fucked because I lost that fucking 75-25 roll. <laughs> Did you ever right. play it? No, I, I mean, I watch people play. It looked very yeah. frustrating. I, yeah. I know I would have thrown something, broke it's, something. So yeah. <laughs> it's also only PC. I don't I don't have a PC set up to, to play such You could easily play. you could easily play that on your on your setup. That's a, not a very graphically intensive game. But yeah, it's a well, thing of like... I was like, just looking for an excuse, but... Yeah. <laughs> it's also one of those things where it's like, oh, great, my you have three characters on the screen, right? And oh, one of my guys got scared. Now he's panicked and now he's attacking yeah, my own that. crew. Yeah. It, it made him a little bitch and he's just like, oh, I don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a, a, a neat thing you, it's not like you're confused blinded silence or whatever but you're scared yeah, yeah it's scared probably mechanic. a more realistic thing like especially for that game because it was very dark it was a uh, yeah. dark uh, monsters and shit like that so yeah being scared was uh, a, a legitimate status effect i believe I yes personally thought. sure 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 yeah um i played that for oh, a while i'll check out that other game you're talking about yeah um Pirate. pirates outlaws both pirates outlaws, pirates outlaws, both plural for some reason. I did. Did you? I you did not mention that. Yeah, I beat it. Beat nice. it like last week. Good Let's job. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Name that tune. Very, very meta ending. Very yeah. Meta. Uh, How's that? Interested to see. Interested to see where it goes from this point. Yeah. On. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can still go the 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 way that it went before. Or uh, they could totally go a whole new way. I don't know. What uh, way did it go for you? Mixed review. Oh, you mean a later lot on? Of people weren't too kosher on it, but yeah. I mean, I don't think they're giving it a, a fair shake either. Yeah. I mean, you. I think you either think it's interesting or you, or you think it's bullshit that they're not. You always got those people when you make a remake that you got to stick exactly to the way I remember it. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. they they didn't want they didn't want a uh, like a rebuild. They they just wanted you to give it better graphics. And keep everything in place and just keep the same story. Some people, you know, appreciated the, the the changes they made. I, I for one, I think I appreciate it. I think I do. I'm not. I, I, I got to see where they go with it. I'm open to it. I just got to see where they go with it, and I just hope that it's not a total waste of time at the end of this adventure. Yeah, exactly. Um, yep. how did you play on hard or normal? Uh, I'm playing hard mode right now. 
Yeah. Hard mode, you can't use any items. Ooh, interesting. Yep, and uh, you, you rest on these benches, and yeah. the benches don't restore MP. The only time you, you get your MP back wow. is... Uh, fuck, do you get your MP back? I'm not sure. Actually, I don't know when you get your MP back. <laughs> if you get your MP back. Yeah. It might be after the chapter changes or something. But mm. uh, Yeah, it's it's so uh, it's not so hard yet, but I haven't gotten to the real asshole bosses that I remember. So it'll be interesting to, to, to see mm. how difficult it can be, uh, how pissed off I get, and if I continue to play hard mode since i've already beaten it and i i don't need to be frustrated <laughs> <laughs> was uh also i got spider-man waiting for me yeah dude i think uh i think your kid might like that a lot there's the the mechanics of swinging through the city is very satisfying because it's very easy to yeah. do so i think your kid might enjoy just doing that um yes yeah, uh, spider-man was one of the best uh best game was best uh what do you call it one play, one player game. Game of the year. One of the best uh, single oh, player games oh, I've played in a long time. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yeah. No, I've I've heard really good things and seen good things. So, yep. uh, I'm that's on my to do list. Actually, though, a uh, slight deviation. I, I I had some time before the podcast, and I decided to to play Lego Marvel Superheroes two. Oh. Um, I'm I'm stud farming right now. Studs are the coins, the the currency in the game. Uh, because I tried to explain to my son, uh. You need the studs to buy the characters you get. You can unlock the character, or you you get the character, but you have to pay to unlock them. Uh, and you have to farm all these studs. And I, I tried to explain to him, there's these pink bricks you can get that will increase the amount of studs. So for every one stud you get, you could get a two-time multiplier, four times, six, whatever, all yeah. the way up to 10. And I, I, I tried to use some uh, logic on him where I was like, all right, son, would you rather buy one character right now uh. and and have to get all that money back slower or would you buy something that would make it so you can get money faster so mm. you can buy your characters faster <laughs> and he's he just stared at me blankly <laughs> and he's like i just he's like i want them all i'm like all right so i took that as Plan my plan. We're gonna farm the the blocks to get more studs, uh, the multipliers and whatever. And uh, we got up to like five hundred thousand, which isn't even anywhere close to get the the four time multiplier. We need mm. uh, one million five hundred thousand. Jesus. So we're at five hundred thousand. I was like, all right, we're gonna turn it off for now. I work. I go to work. I come back. He's he bought somebody. He's at like eighty k now. Yep. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like we're gonna make no progress. So. With the time that I had before the podcast, I was sitting there farming. I'm at like 1,200,000. So after this podcast, I'm going to get back on there, get 1,500,000 uh, studs, and then I'm going to buy that brick before he can waste all that money. And at least <laughs> I'll have the four-time multiplier. Or multiplier. Yeah. And let's see how we go from there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm putting my plan in full effect because I ain't got the time to sit here and watch you waste the money. And we could just, we could, we could knock this all out. Just do a little bit of farming. Yep. And we can knock it all out real quick, but we're not, not doing the whole buy a character, take forever to get like another 300,000 studs. Do it my way or the highway. <laughs> <laughs> you asked nice. for my help. All right. Maybe I, I misunderstood your commitment, son. You wanted all the characters? Doesn't sound like it. Yeah. Calling in the pros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does that game have, have uh, microtransactions? 
Crush? No, no, I don't think so. Interesting. That Not seems that like I've a... seen. I mean, you can yeah, download some content. There are characters you could buy, but a lot of packs I got for free. It's an older game, so uh, I, I saw it on sale on PSN, and you know, I ended up getting a bunch of shit with it. He had, he gave me a scare once because I was at work, and my, my PSN's linked to my email, and I started getting all these notifications. Thank you for purchasing. Thank you for purchasing. I'm like, whoa, what? Called yeah. him. Like, what is he doing right now? She's like, he's playing a superhero game. I'm like, stop him. Yeah, but he was downloading content that was actually free that I had never downloaded when we got the game. But it yeah. made it look like he was like just spending like like maybe like five dollars on a character. That's what that was going through my head because that's how shit like that works. You want this Spider-Man pack? Here's five bucks. But all the, all that stuff was free, and I was like, it gave me a, my heart skipped a beat a little bit because it's like fuck. He just spent like fifty <laughs> bucks. I know he did. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I hate that shit. I hate yeah, that. it's awful. Have you have you had the talk with him of like, this is what a microtransaction is. Please don't do it. <laughs> Not yet, but I have no. explained to him there are places in the game that you stick to. You don't need to be going through the options. You don't yeah. need to go to the store. Yeah. He he's seen me browsing the the PlayStation store. Yeah. And I'm 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 curious uh, to to when will I catch him in there. Yeah, like, because all my credit card info is linked. I think yeah. I might have to put like some kind of like make it so you have to ask for the password first or something. Yeah, just in case. Yeah, because it's only a matter of time before he starts perusing in there. He he's seen like other Lego games in there. He's like, oh, uh-huh. let's get that. I'm like, uh, we're not gonna get that game right now. <laughs> and he's just like, all right, but yeah, you know, I go to work and Carrie doesn't always pay attention. Yep. <laughs> when he's playing the game, so there's got to be some sort of parental controls on there somewhere. You know, you would think, but I find more and more that there are so many electronic devices that just don't have adequate parental controls. Like mm-hmm. my uh, tablet, I really wish there was just a way that I could just be like, all right, I'm going to make this. There's a timer, 30-minute timer. You got 30 minutes to use a thing, and then it turns off for like four hours. You got to go find something else to do. But there's nothing like that. There's no there's no password. Like, Or imagine like to open an app, you have to yep. use a password. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be like, a thing. There's nothing like that either. Like, so he can like open up, like say anything, like like Twitch or something. If I had it on there, or yeah, HBO, or any of that stuff that you know might not have suitable shit for kids. You'd imagine I could just put a lock on that app, but there's no such technology that that would prevent that. Yeah. So a million dollar Shitty. idea. If anyone's listening, yeah, yeah. that can code, go for it, buddy. Well, also, but that's that would take away from the company's bottom line. <laughs> well, they're probably they're probably banking on kids like doing accidental. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, totally. And yeah. that's the thing too. They they also they don't want to do things like that because the ease of access to like it they want it just to be simple. I click this app, it opens up. That's yeah. what they want. Like you, the reason why something like I I remember the Robinhood app you had to enter a password. That's, yes, that's kind of, that's kind of the thing I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I think yep. I had it set up that you had to enter the password. I did too. I did too. Yeah. All apps should have like some kind of, if if it has questionable content, and well, I mean, not in the app, I guess, but it should be in your settings to to have password controlled apps. That's that's just my yep yep opinion. yep yep absolutely. I, I think it's a good idea personally, but yeah, yeah, it's like I said, like they they don't want that, like you said. Bottom line thing, it's 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 also they want it so you press this button, the app opens. 
Like yeah. they don't want yep. any kind of like hindrance behind nope. it. Nope. No barrier to spending money. All right, so I think that will do it. Unless you got anything else, I, mean, I think we covered it. Okay, Came out swinging. This was a content-filled pod. It was. Uh, it was. Pod felt, C. I felt a little rejuvenated. <laughs> I think the, the week off helped. Yeah. Um, if anybody yeah, out I there wants, too, like uh, coming up on it, you're like, I got no topics. Yeah, uh, no, I didn't really last week. I worked a lot too. Um, yeah. uh, else, I got I got some crazy schedules coming up. So. Oh. Uh, We're have to talk about podcast planning <laughs> okay if anybody wants to write in and tell dn why pod c is not a thing pod c p pc for podcast podcast is one word so write Am I in saying pod C's? you said pod c yes i did it i did it i ingrained it in my brain yes. <laughs> official now it yeah. has it to drink <laughs> <laughs> okay so that'll do it for me damien uh at bicycle on twitter Dion has no social media that he wants to put out there in the world. Uh, can I say something at gmail.com, I believe. Okay, sure. Maybe. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I do have a, a, a email for the, the podcast. I forgot yeah. what it was, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, with that, I've been Damien. I've been Dion. And I'll see you next week. Love you and You've fuck capitalism. Here. Go home. As they say. Oh, you. <laughs> and stuff.